Welcome to Firefox News Online, America's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules are very simple. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room. And if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. Also, bear in mind that this is a roundtable discussion format. So please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, and education. Firefox News Online Productions and its news division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. And now, on with tonight's broadcast. States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for talking points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Tonight in my Talking Points, a couple of items, actually. First, the purpose of Memorial Day. A lot of people uh, still to this day have a hard time understanding that Memorial Day is about remembering and honoring those men and women who paid the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom. Yes, freedom. It's not a dirty word. These men and women who served in the United States Armed Forces paid the ultimate sacrifice for our freedoms, for us. Now, there are some folks who include veterans. Well, you know what? That's not a bad thing. And I agree that they should include veterans. Why? 
we should remember the veterans, not just on Veterans Day, but every day. And I think it's important to remember and honor these men and women who sacrificed much and get very little in return. Having said that, however, let me get to the meat and potatoes of tonight's talking points. You see, there's a bill that passed the Congress recently, and, well, there seems to be some confusion about a certain part of it. That part regarding stimulus payments going to illegal immigrants. Well, they say illegal immigrants, I say illegal aliens. You say potato, I say potato, whatever. Look, it's, here's the bottom line. If they came across the border illegally, and they're here illegally, then they have no right to receive that stimulus. Okay? That's my feeling on it. But there are Democrats, like Nancy Pelosi, for example, who believe that they should receive it. She can't understand why illegal immigrants cannot receive the COVID-19 stimulus. Really? I would think the word illegal says it all. Okay? It should say it right there. That's the, that one word should say everything right there. Okay? Now, let's look at the other aspect of this. You've got other Democrats who are pushing for illegals to get stimulus money. And I've got a clip that I'm going to play for you in just a few moments. But I want you to think about this. Why are they so hot to give illegals taxpayer money, knowing full well that they are not legally supposed to be here? They're, they're here against the law. They violated United States law. It's that simple. Nancy and all you other Democrats, you've got to get it out of your brain matter that illegal is legal. Okay, because that's what you're thinking by the looks of it. That's what you're thinking by the sound of it. I mean, really, is there that much stupidity inside the brain cells of Democrats to think that, oh, an illegal immigrant should get the money because they need it to feed their family? You know what? They need to go back to where they came from. That's number one. Number two, Democrats need to stop whining about illegal immigrants, illegal aliens, whatever, and turn around and say, you know what? Immigration law says this, we have to follow this. It does not say this, give illegals taxpayer money. It does not say give illegals over born and raised American citizens. Hmm. So, if immigration law says you came into this country illegally, you must be sent back. Then send them back. It's that simple. The law is written for a reason. I mean, Democrats are so hot under the collar about guns and how guns kill people every day so we have to write more gun laws to protect the people from these evil guns well you know something I'm getting a little sick and tired of 
gun control bullshit being thrown in my face. I don't know about anybody else. I mean, let's face the reality. If you're going to sit there and scream bloody murder about illegal aliens getting money from the taxpayers, which, by the way, if you're a taxpayer, you should be pissed. You should be angry. You should be outraged. You should be incensed that Democrats are going to take your tax dollars, money that is supposed to be used for infrastructure, for defense, for whatever is needed to be used here in this country, and it's being diverted, what, to illegals as part of the stimulus package because they have families to feed. Okay, I'm not trying to be a cruel, heartless bastard here, but let's face it. If they're so concerned and worried about feeding their families, they shouldn't have come to this country illegally in the first place. They should have stayed where they were and fought for a better way in their country of origin. I'm sorry to sound like a mean, cruel, heartless prick, but that's the bottom line. Now, if you want to give taxpayer money to anyone, it should be the American people first. And do not give it to illegal immigrants, illegal aliens, whatever, that money. They, don't, they didn't earn it. They didn't deserve it. They didn't pay into the system for it. They are here against the laws of this country, period. So you Democrats that are out there crying and whining the blues because your illegal constituents are here illegally and they may not receive stimulus money, well... Boo frickety who? Not going to happen. And I hope the Senate does not pass this along because if they do, then the president must veto. Okay? So here's the deal vote by mail comes out of the bill, money for illegal immigrants comes out of the bill. It has to. In fact, anything that is not COVID 19 related should come out of the bill. Wasteful pork spending is not. COVID-19 related. It's that simple. So here's what I suggest strongly to the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and the Republicans in the Senate. You uh, have the power to vote no on this, and I hope that you do. And when you send it back to the Congress, which you will, I hope, be sure to send it with a message saying, COVID-19 is what this bill should be about, not special interest groups, not lobbyists, not this, not that, not the other, and no stimulus money for illegal immigrants, period, okay? That's what you need to do, Mitch McConnell. You need to do that, and you need to make sure it happens, okay? And Nancy Pelosi, and to all Democrats in the Congress, do us a favor, Get back to work. Stop using COVID-19, coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2, whatever you want to call it, as an excuse to sit on your lazy asses. The American people expect you to do your job. You whine, bitch, and moan and complain about how President Trump allegedly did nothing in the very beginning of the COVID-19 crisis. Well, guess what? You're sitting on your lazy, lumpy rich asses, probably passing gases, and uh, doing nothing. What, till July or August? 
something like that. No, no, no. This is this is totally and completely unacceptable. So there you have it, folks. In a nutshell, what they want to do with your tax money, your tax dollars. This is your tax dollar at work. At least in the eyes of the Democrats, that's what they want. It's their wish list. If you're going to create a stimulus package, you're going to work a bill for the American people, then do it right. Okay? Do not put illegal aliens getting stimulus money. Do not put in mail-in votes. You know, that vote-by-mail crap. Same-day registration and all that insanity. If it's not coronavirus-related, then it doesn't belong in the bill. Period. Hashtag FFNLP, hashtag FFNLP. Trend tonight's broadcast all over the world on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. Okay, America. First of all, I'd like to welcome Elizabeth to the uh, Mixler chat room. And, of course, say hello to Mike in Louisiana and Gunslinger in Texas and all of you folks out there wherever you are. Now, I said in my talking points that I would mention, no, that I would play this clip. And I'm going to put this clip in, in play. Listen to what these members of Congress had to say. Okay. You're going to hear from Nancy Pelosi, Ayanna Presley, and I think the one woman that's not a member of Congress, Stacey Abrams, I believe that's the other woman that's on this. I have to uh, make certain. But you'll also hear from, you know, you're going to hear, well, I'll tell you what, just listen to the clip. Trust me, you will not... (laughs) I personally think they're, you know, they're they're out to lunch. But hey, what do I know? I'm a conservative. Oh wait a minute, I know more than they than the I know more than Democrats probably. I mean, yeah, they must have gotten re-educated under Common Core. An homage to the educated is an homage to my favorite cartoon character. From my youth. Oh, this is embarrassing, Papa, the sailor. So, here's the clip that I want you to take, pay close attention to. So, listen close, and I'll be back. We have been working to try to get the tax identification number as a basis uh, for how people would get uh, uh, direct payments. All of it, though, speaks to the fact that we are all well served if we recognize that and everybody in our country is part of our community and that helping to grow the economy, uh, most of what we're doing is to meet the needs of people, but it's all stimulus. So we shouldn't cut the stimulus off that. I I myself cannot understand why uh, the tax number is not the basis uh, for how some of this money is distributed, and so we'll be making that case. And it is time to pass the Work and Family Mobility Act. What is mobility? It is freedom. We need a new normal, 
a new paradigm that centers the humanity of every individual, of every family, of every worker, regardless of immigration status. And so let's usher in a new normal. And I would argue that that new normal should include freedom of fear, freedom from fear of interacting with your government because of your undocumented status, freedom from fear of answering an unexpected knock at your door, freedom from fear of picking up your children from school, and freedom from fear of safely driving your car on our shared street. We can make this critical policy change here in Massachusetts. And eliminate anyone who is not a citizen, meaning someone who's a resident, a green card holder, or undocumented. What you're left with then in the United States today is that 50% of the population under the age of 18, or sorry, under the age of 15 is communities of color. If you remove them from the calculation, then what that means is that you create a whiter and therefore more Republican voting base. And under the Constitution, if they are not counted as part of the population, you are not committing discrimination if you don't include them in the drawing of those lines, which means a school board that has a predominantly Latino population in Arizona, but a number of those kids are undocumented or their families are, they are now no longer able to elect anyone who represents them because of the way the lines are drawn. This weaponization is not only intentional, it is continuing. And part of what's happening in the HEROES Act, which just passed the House and is sitting in the, in the Senate, is that it includes language that forbids the census from providing this data in circumvention of the Supreme Court. It gives $1,200 to people that are here illegally, illegally. Why are we not prioritizing U.S. citizens? It lets criminals that are convicted of murder and rape just because they're 50 years old or older out of prison. And it federalizes elections, mandating that there's same-day voter registration and that everyone is mailed a ballot. This is a ridiculous bill in this combined rule and I ask my members to vote now. In one week, the Democrats have shown us exactly what they want to do. In one week's time, May 8th, one week ago, seven Democrats on the Coronavirus Select Committee send a letter to Universal Stainless and Alloy Products in Western Pennsylvania, and they say, give back your PPP money. Right here's a letter. You have not returned these funds. Three days later, May 11th, four of our colleagues, two Democrats, two Republicans, send a letter to those seven Democrats and say, hey, hey, wait a minute. Universal Stainless followed the rules. They're entitled to their money. If they have to give it back, they will have to lay off steel workers. And today, this bill does what? This bill does what? It gives tax dollars to illegal immigrants. In one week's time, take money from steel workers, give it to illegal immigrants. That's the Democrat vision for their country. And if for no other reason, that's why we should vote against this bill. Now... I can safely say, without fear of contradiction, there is something wrong with this picture. Something wrong with this very picture. And you heard Republicans on the House floor when this bill was being considered, and ultimately it passed the House. Now it's up to the Senate. 
The question is, will they do something about it? Joining me on the phone lines at 347-945-5747. I've got my buddy Gunslinger calling in. Me, what's up, Doc? No, I don't know, here and there, skies up, hopefully. Uh, I guess it looks like them idiot demo rats are at it again. They got to be kidding me. (laughs) Giving money to people that are not even citizens. Let's give money to dogs and cats and and uh, goats and horses and and birds and fish. They all need it, right? Right. These people, that only goes to show you how totally insane these people have become. To literally give people money that's not even in this country legally. They're illegals. That's why they are called illegals. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Okay. They're, most of them are here to commit crimes. Okay. Rob you, rape you, rape your daughter, rape your dog, bring the drugs in. You see they come across, they slither across that, that Rio Grande down there all the time. I know when I went down to Metamoris, I seen a couple of them slither across. I sat there and watched it with my own two eyes. Okay. So don't tell me it don't happen because it does. Cause I, seen it with, I seen it myself. And that's just the one time I was down there. This happens every day, day and night. Yeah, you go give money to these idiots. Why don't she give her money to them? That would be a good start. Okay, you leave my goddamn tax money out of it. They do not deserve it. They're not citizens. Now, when they become citizens, maybe. You're still, you're still not really a true citizen, a natural-born citizen. Like Obama was not, okay? And he's still not. They're just merely naturalized. You know, people can't understand this. There's two citizens. There's a natural-born citizen that was born in this country, like me, okay? George, I'm sure you was too. Mike and Bone Call. But then there's... Uh, last time I checked, I was, I was born in New York, yeah. raised in New That's York. Perfect. The United States. So you're I, I, would, I would qualify me as uh, natural, naturally born in this country, yeah. Absolutely. I Absolutely. hope. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but then you have the other one that is naturalized. That means that you have went through the process. You decided to become a citizen, but you was born in another country, like Butt Buddy was, Obama. Okay, he was born in another country. Okay, he was not born in the United States, so that does not make him a natural-born citizen. Okay, so there you have it. So those people that were naturally born—that would bring up the second question: the natural-born citizens. Yes, they're entitled to the, the stimulus. That's me, you. Okay, we're natural-born. The other people—I don't know. You know, if if we're if we're going to have laws in this country that says the president has to be a natural-born citizen. And this should apply too. Plenty simple. <laughs> well, my my thought, my two two thoughts. <laughs> Throwing in your two cents, eh, Gun? My two cents, two and a half cents. There we go. Well, actually, you wouldn't have called in if you didn't want to throw your two cents in. 
But with, the, with, the, with rising inflation, it's probably about five cents now. <laughs> also on the line with us here at 347-945-5747, Mike from Louisiana is in the house. What do you say, Mike? Talk to me. Well, first off, when you, when you talk about the Democrats doing their job, that brings back what I said when they uh, took that ball and went home after the first bill got passed and stuff. And I said, I'll say this, uh, Democrats, do your job. Come, come in here, do your job, and stop going home and drinking martinis and eating ice cream, you know? I mean, think about it. And, and these guys, again, gun is right. Natural born citizen, which I, which the alleged president was not, and I'll, I'll take it one step further. Article two, natural born citizen, which means what that means is that both, not only him, but both parents have to be born in this country, or else he shouldn't have been president. You know, but that's neither here nor there. These illegals don't do not deserve the money. They do not deserve it, you know. And yeah, there are some Republicans that want them here because they're they're cheap uh, cheap labor. But that's that's uh, that's something we can we can talk about that because that's a totally different issue. That's a that's from the Republican side. We know why the Democrats want these people here. It's not because of cheap labor. It's because of Voter base because they know they're losing voter base. They're, they're losing the white suburban people. They're losing, you know, the uh, the inner the uh, hardworking union whites and stuff like that. And they're probably going to lose some of the black vote. I mean, is it going to be half? No, but it could be fifteen percent, twenty percent. I don't know. You know, we'll, we'll have to see what happens. In the election, so I mean, these illegals, and that's exactly what they are. They're illegals. They having all sorts of process, like most other most most really most real people have, most regular people have, you know, that have come here, like you know, I don't know, like the Vietnamese boat people and all these other people that have come from different, some Chinese people that come from China and you know, from under that uh, dictatorial regime and all this stuff. But they haven't done that, and their and their guys and their kids, that they've had kids here, yeah, yeah, they're, they're citizens, but they're not actual-born citizens either, the kids. So they should be sent home, and to my, even if you did have kids, you know, and they're here, those kids, should be made to take the test. They should. This whole thing about being born a citizen, you know, when you come across, all you got to do is step across the board and be born a citizen. That should go away. That should go away. You know. So that's what I got, George. So let me let me put something to you, okay. Let me put something to you and, and to, to everyone listening. You know, it's it's one thing to um, <clears throat> you know to 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 come here 
across the border, you know, at the border crossings, and seek to become a uh, citizen, an American citizen, uh, by doing it the same way countless thousands upon thousands have done over the decades. Okay, but it's an entirely different matter, an entirely different matter. When you come across the southern border, okay, and you cross that border and you manage to to slither in here, and you're not even remotely <clears throat> trying to do it the you know the correct and proper way. Well, guess what? You get caught. There's a thing called deportation. Okay? So you get your butt kicked right back across the border. Figuratively speaking, of course. It's it's a it's it's a kind of a given. So think of it that way. Um Having a little trouble with the switchboard here. It's not letting me open this line up. Caller, uh, you just give me a moment. I'm gonna try a little, a little, <coughs> excuse me, a little different a trick, and hopefully we can get you get your line open in just a minute. So, just keep your fingers crossed and hope for the best. Uh, Look, I'm I'm not a I'm not going to sit here and say that if you're coming here seeking asylum, then do it at a border crossing and say to the to the people to the border guards, look, I just left this country, and if you have a legitimate asylum case, it will more than likely be heard. In fact, it would be heard. But let's keep in mind, okay, that with the situation we're dealing with, with this coronavirus pandemic, I I think it's a safe bet that we can sit back and and say, look, given the situation right now, it's not a good idea to try this today. We're We're not trying to say you can't, but... You know, depending on where they came from, you got to be cautious. Just a little bit, okay? Because you don't want new cases cropping up. All right. Hmm. This is going to be a little tougher than I thought. New caller on the line, just hang in there. Don't go away. I'm working on it. Trying a different browser. And this sort of and, stuff is never and, easy. Right. And George, I mean think about this and and gun you too. You mentioned about the alleged gun mentioned about the alleged president and his questionable citizenship. And and I, I won't I mean he released it so called uh, he releases so-called uh, birth certificate, which I don't believe for a minute, but 
I'm neither here nor there with that, but uh, but I don't believe it for a minute. But because look, his father, when his father got his mother pregnant, his father had no no compunction. He did not want to come to America. He remained a citizen of whatever whatever African country he's from. He stayed there, and she stayed here. All right. So, so being that the case, and he never wanted to become a citizen. Yeah, he's born a citizen, but really, uh, the alleged president should never have been the alleged president. But that's 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 just my opinion on the matter. George, right gun. Yeah. <clears throat> Bear in mind that we have immigration laws that state if, you're, if, you come, if you come into this country illegally, you will be bounced back to where you came from. Okay? Not in those words exactly, but um, you know, you're going you're, you're gonna, to you're gonna be sent back to the country of origin, like I said. So, there you have that. All right. Let me see if I can get this. Ah, here we go. I think it's going to work. All right. 252 area code. You're on. Go ahead. Excuse me. I agree with everything you guys have said (laughs) so far in immigration. Oh, and my main oh, my main gripe was uh, goodbye you're just wasting my fucking time I knew that was coming yeah no guzzling yeah. I agree with you that was a troll it was a that was the fakest fucking cough I ever heard in my life. I mean, seriously, are you that's, shitting uh, that's, me? That's, that's so fake. It's just like fake as as uh, Joe Biden's fake. Oh, you know what he said? Did you see? Did you hear what the latest he said? This will this will floorboard you. Uh, I mean, when I <laughs> does it have to do with uh, telling a, a black person? That if you you support Trump and not me, then you're not really black, or something to that effect. Well, this is another one. He said that. Oh, you're shitting me! Another one. Another one. He said, and I quote here: "I got the video. I'm Joe Biden, and I'm going to beat Joe Biden." You just heard it. Here's the clip right here. I'll put it in the chat room. Please, I want people to hear it in his own words. <laughs> well, it, guys, it's his I, own words. This is his own I know, words. I know, I know what you think you heard. I'm getting a doubling effect but, here. Is he, mean, it, is it? he says this in his own words. Picture, video, live on camera. This is no. This is not a tape. Audio. I know Video. you, but uh, I know you think, I know you think you heard what you thought you heard, but 
as I've said before, I, I tend to like to listen to a lot of different people, and and I've listened to Dan Bongino's thing, and he did. He had at the, the end of the show today, his show today, he had this exact clips, and I watched it on YouTube, and he he was que- he was questioning what Obama said exactly say because it sounded like he said beat, but he also could. They slowed it down. He slowed it down, and it, after that, he said, but, "You know, it sounded like also B. They slowed it." Sorry about that. Every time I turn, I go to turn on the uh, open the chat room on the clip computer so I can run clips. That's that y'all that y'all that you guys might drop in the chat room. It takes a minute, a minute or so for the um, chat room to load. And I don't have, I don't have it quick enough to turn it off. So I got to turn off the uh, main. I turn off the main volume as quick as I can when I see it's not going to load quick in the chat. When the chat room doesn't load fast. So sorry about the doubling effect, the echo effect, the echo, 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 echo effect. Back, 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 back. <laughs> it, it, it drives, drives, drives you, 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 insane. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> hey, listen, man. <laughs> Wacky, silly, crazy, funny. I can live with it. I can. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, once in a while. Well, when whenever it happens. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Well... Oh, like a, like a, but like like I said, George, before you before you play the clip, there's a question because because he's because the clip is so unclear because he's, he kind of mumbles it and stuff. I mean, it, it, it sounds like beat, but if you slow it down. It sounds like B, as in B E, let Joe be Joe, you know. But we can we can debate that after the clip, you know. All right. Well, here goes nothing. I'm prepared to say that I have a record of over 40 years, and that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. So Joe Biden is going to beat Joe Biden. How? What? Totally insane. I know. Like, what the hell is that crap? Like, it just makes no sense at all. Joe Biden is now going to beat Joe Biden. Record of over 40 years. And that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. That I'm going to beat Joe Biden. And that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. And that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. He said, and I quote, that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. He definitely said beat, as in I heard I'm going to beat his ass. Yeah, I've heard a T, yeah. <laughs> I um, mean, how, if that's the case, and how that's going to be interesting to see him beat himself. <laughs> Well, he keeps talking like that. He will. And 
serves them right, too. I mean, guys, come on. America, really? Is that the kind of fucking idiot? I just gave you the answer. Do you want Biden, <laughs> the biggest fucking moron, idiot, stupid-ass motherfucking moron? I mean, you... This guy's total shit for brains, okay? This guy hasn't got a brain in his head that works. Actually, he's got a brain in his head. It just doesn't work. I said it. Yes, I even repeated it a different way, but I said it again. Here's the deal. Joe Biden is going to beat Joe Biden, and he's right. He's beating his own – he's beating himself. Trump's going to have such an easy victory come November – Oh my God! It's gonna be he's gonna, he's gonna landslide right in. The only way that's not gonna happen is if the Democrats cheat, cheat, cheat. I mean, fellas, come on! What kind of a moron goes on goes on a on somebody's show and and says? And I'm I'm gonna beat Joe Biden. I mean, okay. Hold on a second here. Let's back up the bus, Gus. Forty years. And uh, yeah, that would help. That I'm going to beat Joe Biden. And that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. And that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. That is Joe Biden himself saying, and that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. This man is, he's, in, he's, in, he's a fucking idiot. And I firmly believe he's in the early stages of either dementia or Alzheimer's. I truly believe that that's the case, given his... Uh, Inability to get the words right out of his mouth. Well, and watching, by the way, folks, you're not seeing what I'm seeing. Okay, the guys here on the call probably have seen it, but let's face the reality. You look at this guy's face. You look at his eyes. He's—you know how President Trump calls him Sleepy Joe. No shit. When you—if you see this video, I'm telling you. Well. Guess what? There's another video on Twitter. This is live. He was he was leaving a uh, memorial today. You know, this Memorial Day. Okay, and you can tell by his walk. Okay, as he's walking toward uh, the SUV. Okay, that he's there's something wrong with him. Okay, I think it's dementia because there's a lot of people that are saying that's that's usually a form or the one of the first. Um, Stages of dementia is you can't you can't really coordinate your walk real good, okay? And it's right there on tape. I mean, it's wow. This dude is. No, I, I saw him when he was when he was going to to lay that wreath today, Gun. I I I I know what you're talking about. Uh, he 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 looked like he was. It was either he was stumbling. Yeah, I mean, is this the one? I mean, that, he was that, either stumbling because of an early onset of something. Yeah. Or he was drunk. This is the one that's at the, the the SUV door is open, and he starts to walk, and he's holding on to his wife, okay, like a death grip to his to her arm or to her hand, and then when she lets go, she's like he's like kind of you know like what, wow, 
This guy wants to be president? Jeez. Maybe 20 years ago. Not now. <laughs> Boy, you got to change. Gunslinger, you are very low for some reason. Really? I don't know why. You were just a second ago. Well, I moved away from the microphone. Yeah, that's probably better. I mean, remember, well, that was a good remember you know, guys, remember that what happened in 2016, and remember Hillary was tripping all over herself as well, you know, and saying saying things that didn't make sense and falling all over herself and all that stuff. And kind of makes you think that she might have had it as well. But Joe, you know, we went. Look, me and me and uh, me and um, uh, George went through all the misstatements of Dan Quayle a few uh, about a week ago or so. And as bad as that was, I think Joe learned from Dan Quayle with all these misstatements and. Stuff like that. Now it makes it even Keep worse. It yeah, and what makes it even worse is that I mean, when when my when my grandfather's my dad's dad when his Alzheimer's got really bad, well, it started to get really bad. He was starting to kind of trip all over himself as well. You know, the coordination went. The mind was there, but the coordination went. And if you listen to, it's not just that, but if you listen to my grandfather's speech went as well, he started slurring his words and stuff like that. And if you listen to some of the things that Joe Biden said, he's got a slur to his words at times, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want, I don't want to say he sounds like he he's, Drinking the, because then Nancy Pelosi could sue him for copyright infringement, but um, <laughs> okay, uh, but, no, Mike, no, Mike, she can't sue him for copyright infringement, but she can sue him for uh, for for, in, for intellectual property theft. He stole her booms. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> grand but, yeah, grand I mean, theft booze. <laughs> really? But but yeah, that, I mean, it's either him, it's either him, something, something's he's had a stroke or or whatever, or or and they covered it up, or you know, uh, Alzheimer's or dementia or something like that, or he's drinking too much. I don't know. You know, take your pick. Well, I think, Mike, what it comes down to really is, if you think about it, um, look at how old Biden is, okay? Um, Hang on a second here. Let's see here. How old is Joe... We learned to type, George. Okay. Joseph Joseph R. Biden Jr. 
You know what the R stands for? Robinetti. Robinetti. Ooh. Robinette. R-O-B-I-N-E-T-T-E. Robinette. Okay. I could say something, but I'll be nice. Just this one occasion. Um... Well, Joe Biden is 77 years old. He'll be 78 on election day, after election day. So, mm, let me see here. How can I put this in the kind, gentle sense for which it is intended? Joe Biden is a moron. Okay, and I firmly believe, Mike, that he is suffering from the onset of either dementia or Alzheimer's. It's either that or he's suffering from wet brain in some form or another. In either case, this dumb motherfucker is making more gas than Carter's got liver pills in a bottle. I mean, shit, I've, I've seen people make goof-ups. I've seen people make mistakes. But this ass clown has made more stupid comments than, than anything. And for him to say, and I will beat Joe Biden, okay? Folks, if you think I'm kidding, here, I'll play it again. So Joe and that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. So Joe Biden. And that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. And that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. Now that's Joe Biden himself saying he's going to beat Joe Biden. I'm sorry, but anybody who votes for this moron is A, wasting their vote, and B, potentially putting somebody in the White House who as soon as he gets the nuclear football is going to think, oh, what a nice shiny red button. Click. (laughs) Okay? I mean, seriously, the man gets his hands on the nuclear football. It's going to be lights out for everybody. Oh, look. Do my best curly imitation here with this one. Oh, look. A nice shiny red button. No, no, no. (laughs) <laughs> That's kind of reminds in a nutshell. <laughs> kind of, there's a particular shit. <laughs> there's a particular Looney Tunes cartoon where the coyote calls himself at the beginning of the cartoon he calls himself Wiley Coyote Super Genius. And then after yes. Hello, my name I, is Wiley Coyote Super Genius. Yes, he says. And at the, at the end of it, super genius. Yep. And then at the end, he goes, "Hello, my name is Mud." <laughs> I remember that one very well. Uh, hello, my name that is Mud. 
<laughs> he used to be a voice, a vo- an aspiring voice actor, doesn't it? Right, and, and that that sounds like that sounds like Joe Biden. Joe, everybody, all the Democrats think of themselves as super geniuses. Now, I don't know why Joe Biden would be able to think of himself as a super genius because he's had he's had a history of these. Sort of misstatements. And that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. I had to throw that in. Well, it, well yeah, you, but you know, I'm I'm also talking about things like you go out, you want you want security, you go out on your back porch and fire your shotgun in the air. You know that type of thing. And and of course. The whole thing about him plagiarizing people, bits and pieces of other people's speeches and stuff like that, you know, that's not. I mean, and from, and that's not what a super genius does. A super genius is able to. I mean, you know, Trump is a pretty good guy. I mean, at these, you go, you watch his rallies, and it's like all they do is say, "Here are these points, President Trump." You can say whatever you want, just hit these points. And he always hits the points, and he elaborates on them and at these rallies and stuff. And Joe Biden does not have that ability. You almost have to write him a speech and say, you better stick to this speech or else, you know. I mean, throughout Obama's, uh, throughout the elected president's administration, how many times did you see Joe Biden step behind the podium and say something? Not very many. And there's a reason for that. Unlike what when we were watching uh, Mike Pence, you know, at these uh, coronavirus conferences, step by the, behind the podium and speak. There's a marked difference between... Mike Pence, well, well, yeah, he, Pence is young, but in terms of being cogent and understandable, there's a marked difference between Mike Pence and Joe Biden. He actually apologized for the "you ain't black" comment. Oh wow! the The only thing that was missing from that comp, the only one there's one there's one word that was missing from from that uh from that from that last comment about beat Joe Biden. Uh, and that would have been if he would have said. When I beat off Joe Biden, now I'm trying to find a copy of this.
Now, I, I found I found a, I found several copies of it, but. I'm, Now let me see if I can tr- if I can find the right find the correct one here. Find a good one here. Okay, this is the, the I'm going to play for you. Let me put this in the chat room so that I can bring it up on the uh, on the uh, on the board, folks. I'm going to play this clip, and this is going to show how this all unfolded. Okay. All right, here goes. Listen, you got to come see us when you come to New York, VP Biden. Cause I will. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more questions. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black, it don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has to do with the fact I want something for my community. I would love to see Take you. Take a look at my record, man. I extended the voting racks 25 years. I have a record that is second to none. The NAACP has endorsed me every time I've run. The world, I mean, come on. Take a look at the record. Now, I've been critical of you. Um, I, I have a few things I want to talk to you about. Today. I know you have. Yeah. You don't know me. No, I don't. That's why I want to get to know you today. I want to get to know you today. Um, I want to talk to you about mostly black stuff. I get overwhelming support from the black leadership, young and old. Every poll shows me way ahead. And black people saved your political life in the primaries this year. They have things they want from you. And one of them is a black woman running me. What, what do you say to them? What I say to them is that I'm not acknowledging anybody who is being considered, but I guarantee you there are multiple black women being considered. We've seen it more clearly now. In a, in a black majority county, they're six times more likely to die in the pandemic than a white county. They're disproportionately uninsured in the African-American community, disproportionately make up essential jobs that, that, that they can't do at home. They're risking their lives every day. Enough's enough. What's, what's something that you always carry with you? Hot sauce. Really? You- yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you getting information right now? <laughs> Hot sauce. Hot sauce wow. in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, yes. listen. I'd... Okay. <clears throat> that clip had, had, had added Hillary Clinton to it, and I have no idea why. And of course, uh, you know, that's the Washington Post doing that. And, of course, we know where the Washington Post sits. But apparently he apologized. If I, 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 let me say something. Clear the glass here, okay? I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood. And people in the black community are not stupid. They are not stupid. They are not. They are not blind. They are intelligent human beings, and they have more smarts in their pinkies than Joe Biden has in his entire body. 
there are people in the black community who are sick and tired of the Democrats acting the way they're acting. There are people in the black community that are going to vote for Donald Trump again because the Democrats act the way they do. This comment by Joe Biden was asinine. <clears throat> now, I'll tell you what, I'm going to wind it back. I'm going to play that, just that part again. Listen to what he says and listen to how matter-of-factly he puts it. Or should I say, powerfully puts it. Listen, you got to come see us when you come to New York, VP Biden. I will. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more questions. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Now, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're whether you're for Trump or for me, then you ain't black. Really. I know, uh, I know one thing for certain. You just, you just canceled your chances of getting the NAACP's endorsement. If they endorsed you, if they have endorsed you, then they need to pull their endorsement. If they haven't, don't bother. His apology was as hollow as a log. Let me remind people of something. On a previous broadcast, I pointed out, and I believe Mike from New York here um, was a big help in pointing this out at the time, that it was the Ku Klux Klan that was created, founded by the Democrats. Let me say that again, America. The very party that Joe Biden is a member of founded the Ku Klux Klan. So to the people everywhere, within the sound of my voice, to everyone in the black community, Hispanic community, Asian community, and yes, even the even in the white community too. Guess what? I'm talking to everybody. Don't waste your vote on Joseph R. Biden. He is a member of the party of racism and bigotry. And that little comment of his was as racist as it gets. You can't apologize your way out of being a racist, Joe Biden. What do you say, fellas? Well, you get what you... Birds of a feather flock together, don't they? Because, you know, this idiot... (laughs) We need to make some new words for stupidity and idiots. I mean, because to say something like that... And... Wow. I mean, it's just, yeah, they're not going to endorse him, not after that statement, okay? And um, rats, you mean, I thought you meant the kitty cat club. Oh, my God. Say it's not so. (laughs) Well, well, remember, remember, guys, what he said 
about Indian people, you know, not not Native Americans, but Indian people. And he says, you can't go into, and I'm quoting here, you can't go into a Dunkin' Donuts or or a, or an or Seven Eleven with a without a slight Indian accent. End quote. He said that. You know, so this isn't the first time he said something racist. Probably won't be the last time. Oh, it probably won't be the last time. I can guarantee you that. All right, got a caller from the six zero five area code. 605, you're on. <laughs> Goodbye. Waste my time with bullshit. Hey, listen. To all you bottom-feeding, basement-dwelling dweebs, you're going to get disconnected as fast as that last guy did. Trust me. So don't even waste your mommy's phone bill. And while you're at it, a little friendly advice to all the bottom-feeding, basement-dwelling dweebs, better known as trolls. Call your mommy down to the basement and have and tell her, rip the blouse open, honey. It's time to get a drink. And suck on a tits for the night. Okay? I'm getting sick and tired of having to explain this to you. You're wasting your fucking time. That that dweeb didn't even get ten seconds. He barely got two seconds. So, yeah, then there's that. Bottom feeding, basement dwelling dweebs. Jeez, don't they get the point by now? They're dealing with a with an internet broadcaster that's got a brain in his head. And look, and look, you talk about who he's not, you know, the NAACP isn't going to give him anything, but I can't see how the uh, the, uh, the Congressional Black Caucus is going to support him either. Well... Look, Joe Biden has done a lot of stupid stunts. You know, he said well, he said a lot of stupid shit. Period. He's also pulled a lot of stupid stunts. But let's face the reality. There is a handful of people out there that's going to buy his bullshit. Okay? And it's and you know who that handful is? A bunch of bottom-feeding, basement-dwelling dweebs that suck on their mommy's tits half the night away. Okay? <laughs> Those are the fuckers that are going to vote for this idiot. I'm sorry, but... Yeah. <laughs> when, when you say something as stupid as Biden did, and let me remind yet again what this idiot said, all right? Here it is. Listen, you got to come see us when you come to New York, VP Biden. I will. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more questions. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black. In November, we got more questions. You got more questions. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or 
Trump, and you ain't black. I have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. To everyone in the black community, his apology is hollow. What he said there, he didn't say that by accident. Remember what I said. The Democrats founded the KKK. Joe Biden is a Democrat. And for for someone to be dumb enough to make that kind of a stupid-ass remark to a host of a show that is, by the way, black. I have never heard this guy's show before. But you know what? I will make it a point to check it out. If I can find it, I will check it out. Why? Because the young man, is he sounds like he's, a, he's, he's got some tough, tough questions to raise with a bunch of people. And I'll tell you what, Joe Biden didn't get it. Three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. That's the number you need to dial. So come on, dial them digits and join the fun. Billy's in the chat room. Good to see you, Bill. Hey, Bill. Got a question for you. You gonna join us on the phone line, buddy? I hope. <laughs> you know, but. And, and George, think about this. They, they keep saying. Hold on a second, Mike. Hold on a second. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get it out. Get. Go on. Go ahead. Okay. What I was going to say is about the percentage. You know, people keep saying, "Well, if they cannot fifteen, if if Trump cannot fifteen percent of the ninety-eight percent of black people that vote Democrat, not fifteen percent." Off of that, it's going to be a landslide, you know. I think the more Joe Biden speaks, that number is going to get closer to 15%, you know, because there's going to be a lot of black people after hearing that type of stuff, and and you know he's going to make some other statements like that, slip-ups like that. That a lot of these, a lot of these people that are voting, a lot of these African American black people, whatever, whatever you want to call them, that vote for Democrats and those high numbers, are going to either not vote for him or come to Trump. That's going to be a given. Well, let me let me just uh, respond to something here uh, before I say anything. To what you before I even try to respond to what you just said, if I can keep my tongue from blocking the eye teeth, let me, <laughs> it lets me see what I'm saying. That'll be even better. Um, Billy says in the chat room, "Joe got you bent out of shape." <laughs> no, I'm making fun of Joe. Before you got here, you should. <laughs> I was making fun of the bozo. <laughs> I'm having fun. I'm having fun at his expense. Trust me, I ain't been out of shape. I'm laughing at the fucking old geezer. I mean, seriously. You gotta laugh at the absurdity of, of his uh, of what he says. It's like the difference between night and day. 
In his case, there is no difference because he doesn't know what the difference is. You know? Uh, but I like what Billy said in the chat room. I don't know if he was referring to uh, to us in general or what, but uh, I'll take a, in a joking matter because that's not, I think how he meant it. You didn't hear that from me, folks. Uh, it's like a mental hospital in group therapy. Uh, okay. Well, I'd hate to be that therapist. Yeah. Well, listen, listen, man. Uh, I know, I know a, a few therapists. Uh, having volunteered in the mental health community. And I could safely say that one of the therapists I know, you just woke up. Oh, boy. I, hey, listen, been there, done that. Trust me. Um, but, but when, you know, I had one therapist actually listen as a guest. Okay. She sat and listened to, to the show live as a guest. And the next day, I get a phone call. Because I, I know this lady. I, you know, we became friends uh, from when I was volunteering in the community at the time. So, you know, she calls me up laughing. She calls me up laughing. Now, check this out. She calls me up laughing, and she goes, George, I listened to your show last night. You you really rip into the Democrats, don't you? I said, yes, I do. She goes, you really enjoy what you're doing? I said, yes, I do. She goes, you need serious therapy? I said, no, I don't. <laughs> we started cracking. We started laughing. She goes, George, you, you need to kind of ease up a little bit, though. I mean, I'm concerned for your blood pressure, never mind your mental health. I said, hey, listen, when it comes to my mental health, does that answer your question? She wanted to set up a therapy session for next for the following week. So trust me, yes, there there is there are moments um, when we have moments. Uh, okay. Let's see here. So, kind of doing this from from a rather oddball angle. Something's not working here. What is this all? What is going on here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Last known location for 818 in La Crescenta, California. Go ahead, California, IA. Uh, uh, oh shit. Yeah, blow me. 
That's, that's not what I wanted to say, but actually, God, I meant to say bite me. <laughs> Why the? Oh, that's Biden. That's at Biden, least, though. At least I have an excuse. I'm sitting here trying not to laugh at assholes. <laughs> oh, my God, that's stupid. Okay, folks. No, I did not mean to say that. No, I wanted to say bite me, and it came out. You know, let's put it this way: I had a, I had a senior moment. Okay. Hey, I'm 57 years old. I'm entitled to have a senior moment. I'm technically a senior Isle citizen. I mean, senior citizen. Well, no, actually, Joe Biden's a senile citizen. Yeah, he's 77. That's right. I forgot. I mean, serious. You know, he's 77 years old. But yeah, you know, Joe Biden also reminds me of of of, of a man I knew years ago, many, many 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 years ago. This guy, he was. Uh, He was a little out there, okay? He, re- he really was. I mean, he couldn't... And it wasn't his fault, in all honesty. It wasn't his fault. And the guy, you know, he had his problems, but he, but he, was, the, he, he was like the nicest person you ever want to meet. He treated everybody nicely, with the exception of people who tried to hurt him. And then this guy would go ballistic. It would be like flipping on a light switch, this guy literally, literally went from, hey, how you doing to him? Oh, fucking break your neck. From zero to three seconds flat. I mean, the guy was, you know, he, he was like that quick. And he was, he was kind of out there. And he would make gaffes and goofs and blunders. Kind of like what Joe Biden does. But hey, that's, you know, that's because the man suffered from a form of mental illness. Okay? And I felt bad for him. When I heard, I, I heard about him passing away uh, just before I moved out of my hometown. So I went to the wake. And I couldn't believe the number of people that showed up for this guy. I mean, they were out the freaking door. And almost around the corner. He had a lot of people that, you know, that really liked him and really cared about him. Um, I remember the guy was homeless, too, on top of it all. So whenever I saw him, I said, hey, listen, I'm going to the Bank Street Diner. You want to join me for some coffee? Maybe even a sandwich or, or something. And he'd look at me and go, okay, George. And that's all he'd say. But he'd say it with a smile. And I remember one occasion, and I'm going to move on to something else here. I remember one occasion, this guy, drunk off his gizzard, couldn't see straight to save his life grabbed me by my jacket, slammed me into a cinder block wall. Well, this guy, um, 
that I'm talking about. He saw that, and like I said, like a light switch. He went from Mr. Nice Guy to, you're hurting my friend. He grabbed the guy, threw him, I mean, just grabbed him by the jacket, and threw him past two cars. And then said to him in a very calm, very, you know, very steady voice, don't hurt my friend George. Well, somebody called the police, and they were going to arrest him. And I said, no, this man just, sa- just saved me from somebody else. He's not the one you need to deal with. The guy with his face down on the, on the sidewalk, he's the one you need to deal with. The guy was so scared, you know, the one who attacked me, that he just stayed there. And he got arrested for assault. And the guy that saved my bacon, I went to his to his wake, like I said. And I just walked up to the casket, put my hand on the casket and said, one day we'll meet again. That's all he said. And his sister was there. And she said, how do you know my brother? And I said, I know him from around town. And I knew him to be a very kind and gentle person. And when pushed the wrong way, he would defend anyone, even if he didn't know the person. So trust me when I say, there are... There are good people out there, even when they suffer from mental illness. But Joe Biden, he suffers from he suffers from terminal stupidity. <laughs> terminal stupidity. Um, well, well, George, that's that's all Democrats do. Yeah, that's Mike, all exactly. Well, let's see. What else do we have on the on the on the on? Mm-hmm. My my uh, brain cells are not exactly a hundred percent, and I'm willing to admit that. Oh shit. <laughs> Guys and gals, in case you're wondering why I'm using the handheld microphone, I've been attempting to stand up and walk around because I have to move around because of my knees every once in a while. And uh, I will get around to that because my knees are a little stiff here for some at the moment. So Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York admits, and get this, folks, we all failed at making coronavirus projections. 
I beg your pardon, Mr. Biden. I almost called him Biden. Well, they're all de- he's a Democrat, so, you know, they all suffer from Joe Biden disease. Hey, there. Well, I wonder. <laughs> that would be a, that, well, be a of, brand. Six of one and one half dozen of the other, right? What's that, Mike? I said six of one, one half dozen of the other, you know? Uh, yeah. Now, you know how Democrats, before I get into this article, you know how Democrats were have been bitching about President Trump not wearing a mask? Went out in public? I actually could not believe my fucking eye when I saw this. I'm going to put this uh, picture in the chat room. Of course, um, wouldn't you know it? I got to reduce the size of, of my screen here a little bit. Where is it? Where is it? There it is. Okay, because I on my screen it looked distorted. Okay, this was today aboard the aboard the intrepid Sea, Air, and Space Museum. Okay, so you look at this, and you have to ask yourself. Okay, where is his, her mask? His mask? Her mask? When I saw it on when I saw the wide shot on television, none of these people were wearing masks, and he was the only one doing most of the talking. Wow! Don't do as I do. Do as I tell you. Ain't that right? Dictator Cuomo. Mm-hmm. Now, Chris, that way, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they are. Well, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo admitted Monday that coronavirus projections from experts were all wrong. And he's getting out of the business of speculating because of it. Yay. I believe it when I see it. Cuomo said he can't predict when the hospitalization and death rate numbers will drop to the necessary threshold required for reopening certain regions because, as he put it, We all failed at predicting. Now people can speculate. People can guess. I think next week, I think two weeks, I think next month, Cuomo told reporters on Memorial Day. I'm out of that business because we all failed at the business, right? All 30 national, here's my projection model. 
Here's my projection model. They were all wrong. They were all wrong. This is Cuomo stating this, folks. Cuomo's rare admission came during an event at the Intrepid Sea, Air, and Space Museum in New York City when a reporter asked the governor when hard-hit New York City might reopen. Cuomo mentioned the statewide criteria that regions needed to hit to phase out of quarantine, which included a 14-day decline in coronavirus hospitalizations and deaths. But he admitted he didn't want to guess when the Big Apple could meet the benchmark because past projections have been wrong. There are a lot of variables. I understand that. We didn't know what the social distancing would actually amount to. I get it. But we're all wrong, Cuomo said. So I'm sort of out of the business, the guessing business, right? We watch the numbers. We prepare as the numbers drop. So when the number actually hits the threshold, we're ready to go. We just finished that. We're in the midst of that with Long Island, Mid-Hudson region, etc. But I don't want to guess. Now, Cuomo revealed Saturday that for the first time since March 24th, daily deaths in New York dropped below 100, and Long Island was set to meet the criteria he set out for Phase 1 reopening this week. There's a lot of information that's pretty much uh, stuff we already knew. So here's the here's the here's the deal. If Cuomo is going to sit there and and say, uh, you know, we were all wrong, that's all well and good, but that doesn't excuse his complete and utter lack of understanding. But since Governor Cuomo's admitting that they were that they were all wrong, is that also does he also admit that maybe social distancing is was is wrong? Wearing masks is wrong? Hard to say. All right. I've got a caller supposedly from New York. 332 area code. Go ahead. Yeah, go suck mommy's tits, you little shit. You know, you basement-dwelling, bottom-feeding dweebs really need a life. Get out of mommy and daddy's basement. Stop sucking your mom's tits all your life and actually get a job, you bums. Jeez. All right, so getting back to the topic at hand here. So Cuomo says we were all wrong. So the question I bring up is, is he implying that they were wrong about everything? Some things? Uh, one or two things? Okay. 
there you have it. So let's let's see what you guys have to say. Well, with the Democrats, when you get an apology, you can't really tell what they're saying, if it's a real apology or not, to Joe Biden, and and whether or not, you know, they believe it, you know, and that's the thing. Does he believe it? Exactly what what is he apologizing for, you know? Like you said, is it that masks were wrong? Is it that social distancing was wrong? You know, what was it that he's apologizing? Is he wrong about that? Is he wrong about trusting Fauci? Is he wrong about this? Is he wrong about what is he wrong about? And that's 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 the part and parcel of any democratic apology. It's not just it's not just uh it's not just Cuomo. It's Biden, it's Clinton, it's, you know, uh, Tim Martini, Pelosi, it's, you know, Schumer, you know, it's any of them. Back to you, George. Gunslinger, how about you? What do you, what do you think of, of this? Uh, I mean, Cuomo actually coming out and admitting that they were all wrong? I mean, is he saying that for the state of New York? Or is he saying that on behalf of the entire country? Well, that's what bothers That's what gets me. Yeah, Mr. Big Head, that he, Mr. Big Head is, <clears throat> he's probably trying to do it for the whole country and New York. You know how, how liberals' head explodes? They think they fucking, their head's big in the state of Texas, okay? So, I, you know, anything that comes out of that idiot's mouth, I wouldn't trust him. Okay? He's a snake in the grass. It's already been proven he's a snake in the grass. Okay? Look at what the state of New York has, has become, a sanctuary state now, I think. Uh, and they're all endorsing it. And, oh, this is, yeah, baby, come on, bring it on in. Uh, wow. But I don't know. You know, look how he was bitching about, you know, needing all those ventilators. And, and obviously they didn't even they didn't even use a horse. And he was hopping up and down and, and having a hissy fit that, you know, begging Trump to send that hospital ship comfort in there. Hell, the thing was barely even used. Okay? I don't think, I don't think the comfort was used at all, really. Well, there was a few patients. They said there was, there was like 20 patients, I think, on the thing. Which can hold a thousand, so it was barely used, barely even touched, and then nothing. Then and all of them hospital, you know, mass unit things that they built and put up all over the city, not even used. So I think the numbers were jumped up quite a bit from the actual numbers that they are. They were aggravated. They were, you know, enhanced to make it look like, oh, this is. This is the end of the world as we know it. Yeah, wow, crazy. Which it turns out it wasn't. I mean, it was bad. Yeah, don't get me, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it was bad, but it's not as bad as they as they made it out to be. Well, I, I that's that's the thing, Gunslinger. I, I think that when you when you look at what um, 
and what he was bitching about when it came to the ven- to the ventilators and stuff. All right, let, let's look at that real quick. First of all, he wanted what was it, thirty thousand, forty thousand ventilators? He didn't even need that many. Come to find out later down the road, and he whined and he bitched like a little two-year-old throwing a fucking tantrum. Okay, well, you know what? In the end, thankfully, he didn't get those ventilators because, as it stands, they're not not a lot of them are. There's so many that have been made so far, okay, that we're all that the United States is sending ventilators to various countries that are in, that are shorthanded in the supply department. Okay, and we're, repl- we're we're actually replenishing the uh, the supplies that apparently nobody bothered to replenish. Okay, and I believe those supplies were depleted over over time. I mean, a good chunk of them from nine eleven on through. Well, let me just let me just say for the record that under President Trump, the prudent reserve of medical supplies in case of something like this ever happening again has been brought back up exponentially. Yeah. Hard to believe, huh? Well, it should be brought back up because, you know, you never know when some of these dumb fuck countries over there, like China, who won research laboratory, uh, going to release something on purpose or by accident. doesn't matter. That's irrelevant. It was released. Okay. And it's like, you know, well, let's take a chance. Maybe it won't ever happen again. Well, history has proven differently. These plagues, they, uh, uh, pandemics, whatever you want to call them, they've happened in the past, and they will continue to happen. Okay. Because they're not going to stop fucking with these damn viruses and shit. Okay? They're not going to do it. Okay? Uh, and, again, probably <clears throat> in the next few years, we'll see another one. Whoops. Come from China again. Well twice now. Isn't that lovely? So, (laughs) you need to have, you need to be well prepared for a rainy day, but you don't need to go overboard, I guess. And here, with, with, you know, everybody's running around screaming, shutting down the economy, shutting the schools down, nobody can go outside the fucking door. I mean, that's, now that's getting a little bit, that's getting a little bit too much, okay? When, like I said, in 2010, that F1, whatever it is, flu, pandemic, infected 60 million people in the United States alone. Didn't see no school shut down. Didn't see no businesses go out of business or all this shit that's going on right now. So something had to snap somewhere. And they did it for a reason. Scared the shit out of the population, probably. Did a pretty good job, didn't it? (laughs) Go ahead.
Joe. Yo. Oops. I turned my mic down because I was sneeze. I had a, I was I felt like I had to sneeze and I forgot to turn it back up when I ended up with just a burning sensation in my sinus cavities. Sorry, folks. Um, no, it's we're left with a with a very serious question now uh, when it comes to people like Andrew Cuomo, and he's not the only one who's being an idiot. Governor Whitmer, I believe she's the governor of Michigan. Uh, Janet Mills, the governor in, uh, of Maine. If there's, if, 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 let me try that again. Rewinding. If there is a Democrat in office, huh? I said, shuns, but. Quote more, quote more. Quote yeah, it's like <laughs> Or as they used to say on the uh, the classic Battlestar Galactica with Gene, with 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 uh, Lauren Green. Ah, frack. <laughs> I actually considered using that word instead of instead of saying the word fuck all the time. But I went. I decided against my better nature and went with the more poignant, vulgar word. I know I shouldn't have, but I did. Uh, no, but when you've got Democrats running states, you've got trouble, big trouble. Now I'm in the Mid-Hudson region. Okay, I live in the Hudson Valley. So May 28th is the target date that Governor Fucknuts put as the target date to reopen certain certain areas of the state. One more fucking backlog. One more fucking disaster. <gasps> Excuse me. Let me try that without the hiccups and the belches in the <laughs> <laughs> God, that's really bad. I'm sorry. That's just bad. It really is. But uh, when, when you when you when you think about it, you know these governors, these Democrat governors, they must be on crack. Honest to God, I think they're on crack because their brain matter is completely <clears throat> out to lunch. So let's face the reality. Go ahead, Mike. And right, you know, and as 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 late as the late uh, uh, Whitney Houston once famously says, "Crack is whack." <laughs> okay. Well, you know, Billy uh, pointed something out in. Point something out. Uh, he said this. He typed it. He, one more time, please. Hopefully, you didn't hear that. I'm living up to my full initials again. Uh, let's not do that. Oh, Jesus. 
Good thing this is this is not smell-o-vision or smell a smell radio or radio-free smell or whatever you want to call it because that was that's hell. Hell, uh, you. I don't know. <laughs> yes, folks, I'm being a little bit wacky tonight. I'm entitled once in a while. Uh, Billy said in the chat room a little while ago. How about sending COVID patients back into nursing homes? You know, and he makes a valid point. I mean, look at what Governor Dumb did. Boy, I'm really having a hard time tonight. This ain't fair. (laughs) And I hope I can, I got to, you know what it is? I have a feeling I need to slow down just a little. I've been running on... A lot of, I've been hyper all day. I'll be honest with you. I've been hyper all day. Uh, I've been tear-assing through stuff in my closet to get rid of, and I just decided, you know what, just throw everything that's in the closet the fuck out and be done with it. And sure enough, I go to lift this one television that still works, and I'm going to get rid of it, And my back started saying, fuck you, you dumb shit, sit down. But I'm in hyperactive mode at that point. So I picked it up, tossed it up. I actually tossed it in the air like Hercules, walked it out to the dumpster, threw it in the dumpster, slammed the lid, started walking back. And one of my neighbors looked at me and said, "Uh, how did you... And and you just, that thing was it heavy? And I said, "Yep." Just goes to show, fun and insanity go hand in hand. <laughs> but Billy Billy made a valid point. He really did with, about the nursing homes because look at what Cuomo did to to the people to, to the people here by having patients with COVID sent to nursing homes. He placed their lives at risk, forgetting for a moment that people who are elderly and have certain medical conditions, which, by the way, in nursing homes, you're going to find a lot of elderly, right? You're going to find a lot of people with asthma, COPD. You're going to find people with emphysema, Okay, that are up in their in their seventies and eighties and so forth. People in high risk categories. So this stupid dumbass decides, oh well, we'll take the, the COVID patients from the hospital and put them in the nursing home. So we'll just take them all from here and put them over here, and everything will be hunky dory. Yeah, right. And what happened as a result? Nursing home deaths increased. What about the inflated numbers? Hmm. There's another good question. Governor Dumbshit, were you also saying you were wrong by not telling hospitals, nursing homes, and so forth, 
that unless they have been tested and have a positive for COVID, do not call a natural causes death the result of COVID-19? No, you didn't, you dumb dickhead. (laughs) You shit for brains. I mean, if Governor Cuomo had an ounce of brains, he'd be dangerous. If he had a whole brain, he'd be a fucking moron. But, hey, what can I say? He's, he's, he's a Democrat. He's a, bunk, mm-hmm. a punk-ass liberal. Kind of reminds me of the bottom-feeding, basement-dwelling dweebs that, that haven't stopped sucking on their mommy's tits since they were two years old. <laughs> You know, he's a crybaby. Now, I've got a caller here from Colorado, supposedly. 720 area code. Go ahead. You need to go suck your mom's tit more, boy. God. Another basement-dwelling dweeb that doesn't get it. The second you, you start, you're gone. And trust me, I've got a very quick trigger finger when it comes to the hang-up button. All right. So anyway, there's that. You know, he reminds me of that fellow off of Ghostbusters, Cuomo does, that wanted them to shut down the uh, the uh, containment unit and because yeah, it didn't it. comport to regulations and what uh, Bankman said about it. Until Dickless here... Uh, did this, and yes, this man has no dick, you know, and that's a, that's a direct quote, you know, uh, I mean, this guy, this guy doesn't have the ability to actually appear, appear magnanimous when making a, a, uh, an apology, Cuomo. And that's why that apology just doesn't ring true to me. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So let me let me um, pose a question to you guys. President Trump is threatening to relocate. He's threatening to relocate the GOP convention from North Carolina unless the governor allows full attendance. Hmm. Now, President Trump, along with other, other uh, elected officials, have pushed social distancing. Question becomes, what... Should President Trump be thinking along these lines, or should he just 
go ahead and do it and do that and risk possibly risk people's health and safety. I'm not saying, you know, you know don't do it, but at the same time, you know, I'm going to play the devil's advocate. In other words, I'm going to sound like a liberal uh, news outlet for a second. Social distancing. He's not promoting it. He wants people to get sick. He wants people to die. That's the liberal mentality of attacking the president. Now, personally, I'm beginning to wonder about some of these some of these guidelines. I really am. I'm wondering if if maybe we should just open up the country and see and and see what what, what happens. I don't think we're going to see an increase in the number of COVID uh, positive uh, results. All right, guys, what do you think? Well, you know, well, yeah, I'd I'd be for open everything up. I would still wear a mask. I would still do the social distancing thing, okay? Because, you know, that's just my opinion now. Because I don't want this shit, okay? I don't want to be around people that even could be possibly that have this, okay? Because you never know. I mean, sure, you may get it, and you may get a sniffle and a sneeze, and that's it. Or you may get it and sniffle and a sneeze, and tomorrow they'll be putting you six foot under, okay? I That's, you know, if the risk factor for, well, just like us, you know, we're older people, was not there, yeah, okay. Uh, but, you know, just like when I went to Walmart more the day before yesterday, um, I get one of those little scooter carts because of my back, because I can't walk long distances because of my back. But uh, as soon as, I, as soon as I didn't even sit down on the thing until they had they had a, a, a table set up, they had the alcohol wipes and the disinfectant and the towels and everything. So I grabbed me a bottle of disinfectant. And I disinfected the seat, the fucking you know the handle, and the whole nine yards. Okay. You just can't, you know, you just can't take a, take a chance like that. I'm not going to take a chance like that, okay? Just like, well, hell, it can be compared to me wearing a gun. Am I going to wear a gun for nothing and expose myself to criminal activity? No. Am I going to wear a gun and not have bullets in it, like Barney Fife? Uh, no. Because there's that one time that you may have to have. Okay. And, and I've been down that fucking path for that one time. I'm glad I had it on my side. Okay. Because I stopped a potential crime in progress. Right here. I've had, I've had to pull my gun on fucking people around here so many fucking times. I've lost count. Okay. But at least I stopped it. Never had to shoot anybody, thank God. But it was there. It was on my side. Just like the handy wipes and the mask is right there. You have a freedom of choice in this country. You can use it. Or you can't. Go ahead. Well, Mike, I'll get your response in just a second. 740 area code. Go ahead. 
Yeah, I got coronavirus in my cock for three inches. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> we know where that was going. Yep. Not going to have it. Right. I recognize and, the voice. I recognize George, the voice. And George, and George Wait, to uh, to Gunn's point about the you know his analogy with the guns, they are there are places where yeah you can have your gun by your side, but you can't have it loaded, and you have to have the ammunition in the glove box or in the trunk or you know places like that. I see Chicago, and that just defeats that just defeats you know the the what a gun's supposed to be useful if you can't readily get to your ammunition and that's that's the thing these guys these democrats you know now granted is it is some of this crap bullshit you know about wear a mask don't wear a mask. i mean i mean what they're talking about with these things Sounds like what we've heard a bunch of years from the different, you know, from different agencies like the FDA. Oh, eggs are good for you. Eggs are bad for you. Bacon's good for you. Bacon's bad for you. You know, you know, they can't make the decision on whether or not something's good or bad for you. You know, whatever you eat is good or bad for you. How can we trust them to make the decision? Well. Wearing a mask is good for you. Wearing a mask works. Wearing a mask doesn't work. Well, you know, social distancing works. Social distancing, because you, you know it's coming, right? You know it's coming that they're gonna say, well, social distancing really doesn't work. Then, when, then fuck. What have you been telling us to do all this time, right? I mean, they can't make the decision on what works and what doesn't work. So, how can you trust these guidelines? You know, and that raises an interesting point, Mike. It does because, you know, they, they, there there's there are some schools of thought that say uh, social distancing is working, wearing a mask is working, and so forth. But yet there are, I I think there's one country where they didn't do anything, and they've got a a, a low number of cases. And a very low number of deaths. So it, it it begs the question: Are they are are they doing this? You know, is this is it work? It does the oh boy. Let me try again. Do these things <laughs> actually work or not? You know, it it, it kind of puts a fifty fifty question of doubt in one's mind. Right, and that's that's my only point about this. I mean, they 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 jumped in for not wearing a mask in the briefing room, right? You know, the president, and then they see him. They jump in for for wearing a mask. You know, you know they jump in for wearing a mask on on whatever on the golf course or whatever, or and then they you showed that picture earlier with. Uh, with um, with those three people at the where with with all those planes and they none of them were they were all six feet apart 
but or it looked like they were six feet apart, but but they weren't wearing masks. So I mean, it's confusing, and it's I mean, does it work? Does it not work? I, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, tell me about it. Well, guys, President Trump last uh, last Friday uh, called for churches to be allowed to reopen, as he said, churches are he deems churches essential. <clears throat> now, in a recent op-ed that I wrote, I pointed out that the reopening of churches is vital to the spiritual health and the mental health of the American people. Okay? People, you know, there are people who need that. Okay? Well, Governor Gavin Newsom of California Monday released guidelines for reopening houses of worship amid the coronavirus pandemic after President Trump, as I said, deemed them essential last week. Now, under the governor's guidelines, <clears throat> excuse me, churches and other houses of worship can reopen if they are given approval from county health officials, but must limit attendance to 25% of capacity or 100 people, whichever is less. In order to reopen, churches in California must set physical distancing guidelines, establish new cleaning and disinfection protocols, encourage all to wear face masks, and set parameters for singing and group recitations. Okay? The guidelines recommend visible markings to encourage social distancing or possibly seating congregants in alternate rows. Family members within the same household could sit together while others would spread out. The guidelines urged houses of worship to modify shared communion or similar practices, possibly by avoiding any use of the communion cup. Receiving communion in the hand instead of the, instead of the tongue or providing prepackaged communion items in pews. In three weeks, the Department of Health will assess the impact of reopening houses of worship on the spread of coronavirus, officials said. The three-week interval would allow religious institutions one week to prepare and reopen and 14 days for the COVID-19 incubation period. The new guidance still encouraged organizations to continue online services and activities and to implement measures to protect older adults and people with pre-existing conditions. In deeming houses of worship essential on Friday, President Trump threatened to override governors who did not allow them to reopen. The governors need to do the right thing and allow these very important essential places of faith to open right now for this weekend, Trump said. If they, do, if they don't do it, I will override the governors. The president added, in America, 
We need more prayer, not less. At the same time, Newsom, a Democrat, allowed retailers to reopen for in-store shopping statewide if county health officials allowed it. Under these rules, retail did not include personal services such as salons and barbershops. Hmm. So this, this sounds all good in the speaking, but what, 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 I'm, what I'm curious to know is, all right, let's say it's a small church, okay? Their maximum number of congregants is 25. You know, ballpark number. 25% of capacity for 100 people, whichever is less. So let's say, for the sake of this, the church has only 25 congregants. It's a small church. Does this mean they have to limit the number of people that come in, especially if their seating capacity is only up in upwards of maybe, say, 50. Probably small church, right? But think about mm-hmm. it. There are churches that are that small in very small townships. Okay? I attended a... <laughs> Try that again, George. I attended an Episcopal church, okay, many years ago, not far from where, where I lived when I was taking care of my mother, and you could seat comfortably up to 150 people. And that includes, and not limited to, midnight mass. All right? So what, what I'm trying to wrap my head around here is, and maybe you guys can help me with, with this, is if it's a small capacity and the, and the maximum seating, say, is r- roughly 50, and they only get like 25 people on a Sunday, on any given Sunday, how would, they, how would social distancing get worked out in that, in that situation? Obviously, they could do it, but you may end up turning away people at the same time and not doing it because, you know, you, because you have to. There may be people who say, well, if I can't go to if I can't come here to go to church because the social distancing only allows for this much and no more, then I'm just going to go home. Now, while online services may be all well and good, people need that 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 feeling of of of, of connection with people of faith because sometimes. You need you need that 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 bond with with other people in your church, you know, and and it helps. For, it, it really can help in the long run. When you stop to think about it, that's the you know that's. I mean, I, it may sound uh, a bit confusing, but for me, I would need 
if, I, if I'm going to church, yes, I'll social distance. But if I get there and they're at their capacity for social distancing and I go and I want to go to church and they don't have any place to seat me, I'm basically going to have to be turned away? I don't know. What, what do you guys think of this? Well, again, I'll say it again, George. Uh, that's that's basically the the okay. That's basically the the where I am. Uh, basically, the church I am I, I go to, okay, is a church that has. Uh, on any bet, the biggest number they can have is uh, thirty. That's it. And it does see it can see let's say ninety, ninety-five people. All right. And the way it's set up is social distancing is can be done, is done, but it doesn't matter because we generally don't reach that 30 people, person thing. So it's like, okay, six feet apart, okay, fine. I just sit on, you know, I just sit on the road back behind a road where a friend of mine sits, you know. She's in her 50s and I'm 47 and we are six feet apart. The rows are six feet apart, and the uh, you know the distance between where she's sitting and I'm sitting would be six feet apart. So yeah, it works, and we can we can basically have all the amount that is there. So you know it works for these churches. Now, granted, you've got churches like I don't know. The Catholic churches that see a ton more people and they generally like to pack them in, you know. So, yeah, it can happen. Will it? I don't know. So, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, well, I'll tell you what. We'll find out in, in the weekends to come just how it's working out for many of the churches nationwide, not just in California. Uh, Gunslinger, I'll get to you in just a second. 407 area code, go ahead. Put your trigger finger up my ass. Yeah, go suck on your mommy's tit for a while. I should have known. Yeah. Like, like no way would say, they didn't pass the bong around enough, it seems. Now, Billy in the chat room uh, pointed out that people are not social distancing anyway. And he's right. In looking at some of the, uh, the videos from the weekend, people were on the beaches, a lot of places, packed to the gills people out there protesting didn't have ma- a lot of them didn't have masks on a lot of them were not even social distancing so 
you know, it's, it, it's kind of a catch-22. Well, that's what I was going to say, uh, that what's the difference between, a, I don't care if it's a small church, big church, a small beach shore, or a large beach shore. What's the difference? Today was moral, the Moral Day weekend. Uh, I'm sure the lakes and the, and the everything was packed. What's the difference? Those are people there, too, just like the people in the church. So, 50-50. Toss-up, <laughs> as the old saying goes. I'd still do the social distancing and the mask and everything. That's my opinion. But when you got, you know, like down there in Florida, when you got thousands of people out there on that beach, how are you going to social distance when you got thousands of people on the beach? I'd like to see that one done. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not going to happen, Gunslinger. I'll tell you that right now. Not going to happen. Um, social distancing on a beach where you've got hundreds upon hundreds of people, it, yeah, it's going to be next to impossible. Impossible. And, and what are they going and, and what will they do as the summertime approaches more and the beaches start to fill up with people? Are they going to turn around and close the beaches because they're not practicing social distancing? I got a feeling they just might try that. And if they do, they could end up with a riot on their hands. Can you imagine hundreds of hot Blondes and string bikinis riding. I want to say it. I want to say it. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. I do too, frankly. I mean, honestly, I would, I would definitely want to see a bunch of gorgeous blonde babes in string bikinis riding and so forth. I would definitely, hey, listen, I would sell tickets to that. Are you kidding? Yeah, I'd sell tickets to that one. I would sell tickets for that, no doubt in my mind, because, hey, what are the cops going to do? Wrestle them to the ground? You'd have you'd have nope. you'd have a, a beach sized uh, wrestling match on your hands. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's you know I I think I mean. Looking at at the at what the governor of uh, California is proposing in, in in this, the one phrase that comes out of this, given approval from county health officials. Well, who do the county health officials report to? The governor. Uh huh. <laughs> So if the governor feels that they can't open, <laughs> well, he won't let them open. And then what? The, the president steps in, carries out his, carries out what he said he would do. Only time will tell, folks. Only time will tell. Yep. Well, Add insult to injury, churning waters. 
Democrat governor faces lockdown controversy over husband's reported boat request. Michigan Governor Whitmer caught in Memorial Day lockdown controversy over her husband's reported boat request. Get a load of this. Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan, faced backlash from Republican lawmakers after a reported request from her husband to get the family's boat out of the water before Memorial Day weekend, far from their home in Lansing. Whitmer, a Democrat, famously has imposed one of the strictest lockdowns in the country, sparking frequent protests. What's more, she's told people not living in northern Michigan to stay away from vacation spots there during the holiday weekend. In Facebook posts, in Facebook posts no longer visible to the public, North Shore Dock LLC and its owner, Tad Dowker, focused on what Dowker said was a request last week by Whitmer's husband, Mark Mallory. The post caught the attention of Republican state lawmakers who said the governor's family may not have wanted to follow the guidance she's issued for the rest of the state. This morning, I was out working when the office called me. There was a gentleman on hold who wanted his boat in the water before the weekend, Dowker posted. Being Memorial Day weekend and the fact that we started working three weeks late means there is no chance this is going to happen. He continued, our office personnel had explained to this man, and he replied, I am the husband of the governor. Will this make a difference? The docking company later noted that Mallory respectfully accepted that the accommodation would not be possible. Whitmer spokesman, excuse me, Whitmer spokeswoman Tiffany Brown refused to comment on the matter, saying the administration wouldn't address every rumor that is spread online, the Detroit News reported. Last Monday, Whitmer announced restrictions would be lifted in some regions of northern Michigan, but urged those who didn't live in the region to stay away. If you don't live in these regions, Think long and hard before you take a trip into them. A small spike could put the hospital system in dire straits pretty quickly. That's precisely why we're asking anyone to continue doing their part. Don't descend on waterfront Traverse City from all regions of the state, she said. The vacation property Whitmer and her husband have owned is about 25 minutes from Traverse City, according to the Detroit News, but the family permanently resides in Lansing over 150 miles away. State Senator Tom Barrett, Republican from Charlotte, said Whitmer had urged Michigan residents not to descend on the city, yet what did her family try and do? After raising, after, excuse me, after rising to fame over her 
stringent coronavirus policy, Whitmer confirmed last week she had been in talks with the Biden campaign about a potential vice presidential candidate pick. Hmm. You know, that's that the rest of this is not related to the story apparently, so there you have it. All right. So guys trying to invoke executive privilege because he just happens to be the governor's husband? Really? So let me see if I understand this correctly. You're the husband of the governor, right? You want your boat in the water, right? And you live 150 miles away from where your boat's going to go, but your wife, the governor, doesn't want people going to places that are outside of the region or, or not part of the you know what I'm saying. So, really? Uh, something, <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, I'm glad that this uh, dock owner uh, put his foot down. But that also raises the question. So, if a, if a person is married to a governor and they make the statement and I quote, let me see here. He said, he says, I am the husband of the to the governor. Will this make a difference? It shouldn't. It should make no difference whatsoever. But it's that old that old saying, don't do as I do, do as I tell you. What do you think, guys? Well, it's, it's, it's good for them, but not good for you, you know, because they're control freaks. You know, I'm in this status. I'm in this, I'm in the upper epsilon here, and, and, my, uh, and my wife is a, governor, is a governor, and, you know, you don't come back down and kiss my feet. Fuck you. I'm glad that boat owner, whatever place there, stood up to him. See how, see, how the, see how the audacity of these motherfuckers do? You know, <laughs> control freaks, like I said, they, they're married to a control freak. Birds of feather flock together, don't they? So you know she's a control freak, and obviously he is too. Again, birds of a feather flock together, don't they? Go ahead. <laughs> what do you say, Mike? Uh, apparently, yeah. Apparently, you know, Control freaks love control freaks, you know. And the fact of the matter is, I mean, I mean, how stupid is how stupid is he? I I cannot recall a politician, significant other, be it wife, husband, whatever, trying to invoke executive privilege. You know, even I guys down here aren't that stupid. Even though significant others for the politicians down here aren't that stupid. I mean, that's stupid 
on a whole new level. Of course, we've said it before, stupid and Democrat go hand in hand. So, so what do you expect, right, George? What do you expect, right, George? Uh, well, it's like that, that line from Forrest Gump, stupid is as stupid does. I mean, really? So, Governor Whitmer, tell your hubby, no boat for you. (laughs) If it's good enough for the people of of the state, then it's good enough for him, too. And if you can't tell him that, I'll tell him. Governor's husband, no boat water for you. Stay home. Hmm. Oh, here's something curious that I think you might be interested in. Coronavirus is just tip of the iceberg, Chinese researcher cautions. China's Batwoman researcher warns that the deadly coronavirus surfacing now is just the tip of the iceberg in terms of what humans may soon face without a global effort to prevent similar infectious outbreaks. If we want to prevent human beings from suffering from the next infectious disease outbreak, we must go in advance to learn of these unknown viruses carried by wild animals in nature and give early warnings Xi Zingli, I think that's how it's pronounced, a top Chinese scientist specializing in viral transmissions from bats, told CGTN in an interview that aired Monday, if we don't study the viruses, there will possibly be another outbreak. Warren Xi, who was dubbed Batwoman, by the press because of her research involving the mammals. The coronavirus has killed more than 345,000 people across the world since it appears to have first surfaced in Wuhan, China, late last year. The Wuhan lab, where she is deputy director, has been suspected of accidentally unleashing the virus on humans. China also has been accused of not coming clean on the danger soon enough and consistently lying about the virus's toll on its citizens. She has denied that her lab was involved in the pandemic, saying the strains it has been researching are different. Really? Why do I have a hard time believing this so-called researcher? All right, guys. What do you say? Well, why do we have a whole bunch of trouble believing anything from China? That's that's what it comes down to me for. You know, 
Watch. If we're gonna believe China and its numbers, then we have to believe this 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 researcher. But it's been proven that the numbers from China are bullshit. So, yeah. Thank you, George. Well, my basic philosophy is if you're if you're gonna sit there and tell the world that you're not respons your lab is not responsible and yet it's been identified as the ground zero point from from which this coronavirus got away from and Y'all have been lying to us there in China from the get-go. Well, guess what? I got a, I got some bad news for you. Okay, I've got some bad news for for you people, for you folks in Wuhan, China, at that laboratory. Who the fuck do you think you're bullshitting? Who the fuck do you think you're bullshitting here? What do you think, Gun? Oh, Gun, where'd you go? I think we might have lost him, huh? No, he's still on the line. Well, all I can say is if China thinks that they're going to keep BSing us, more power to them. But I ain't buying what they're trying to sell. Not now, not ever. Yeah. All right. Now. Uh, now this this is this is this is a sad and sick story. You know, breaking away from all the coronavirus stuff. You know, because as I've often said, there are other stories that, you know, most news outlets don't focus on when they're on the air until way later, if at all. Well, according to, according to this, surveillance video claims to show a Florida mom pushing her autistic son into a canal. The son later died. According to this article, newly, newly released video appears to show the Florida woman accused of killing her son with autism, pushing the boy into a canal in what authorities say was a first but thwarted murder attempt. The shocking surveillance footage obtained and aired by Univision on Sunday seems to show Patricia Ripley pulling nine-year-old Alejandro, Alejandro, I think that's how it's pronounced, I'm not sure, along the bank of a Miami canal, looking around and then shoving him into the waters before running away. About 20 seconds later, Ripley returns with a bystander who jumps into the canal to rescue the boy. 
Authorities said this was Ripley's first attempt at drowning her son on Thursday evening. The Miami Herald reported Monday. About an hour later, she allegedly led him into a different canal where he died. Police said Ripley, 45, initially claimed that her that two men sideswiped her car while she was driving with Alejandro and that they then demanded drugs and abducted her son who had autism and was nonverbal. But witnesses and video footage contradicted her claims and she later allegedly to lead, she later allegedly led the boy to a, into bleh, tongue tied here again in, led the boy into a canal where he drowned telling cops he's going to be in a better place investigators believe Ripley a married mom of two became overwhelmed with caring for Alejandro who had been receiving therapy at the family's home in recent months She's being held in a Miami-Dade jail on charges of first-degree murder and attempted murder. Prior to the video's release, relatives had stood behind Ripley, who could face the death penalty. We love Alejandro, and we don't agree about whatever they said about my wife, her husband, Aldo Ripley, told reporters after a court hearing Saturday. It's not real. The reality is she murdered, the, she murdered your son, mister. Wake up. All right, Mike. What do you think? This, this guy is one sick puppy. I mean, gosh. Yeah, he murdered his son, yes. All right? And yes, he's defending his wife, but again, I don't see how you can defend it. I don't see how you can defend her for doing that. I mean, we we talked about a lot of mental illness earlier. Obviously, there's something wrong with the mother, with the mother when she did that. Something is short-circuiting in her head to to cause her to do that to her son. Now, granted, I, I don't want to say I get it, but it's like, okay, if you knew your son was had this problem, you know, why do it now? I mean, why? And that's another question you have to ask. Why? Now, do we want the answer? Probably so, but I just I just don't get this guy. I just don't get him. George? Well, Mike, you know, this woman is obviously mentally unstable. Okay? To take her son throw him into one canal, and then have somebody go rescue him, only to take him to another canal and drown the poor, bo- the poor child. I'm sorry, but th- this woman is completely nuts. 
when she turned around and and made the statement, okay, and let me go back into this article again. You know, when when she went about 20 seconds later, she returned with a bystander. This is the the first time she tried this. And the bystander jumped into the canal to rescue the boy. Then, and that was, and that first attempt was on a Thursday. Okay, about an hour later, she led him to a different canal, of course, where he died. Now Ripley. The, the the child's mother initially claimed that two men sideswiped her car while she was driving with Alejandro and that they then demanded drugs and abducted her son who had autism and was nonverbal. But witnesses and video footage contradicted her claims. And then she later allegedly leading the boy into the canal where, where he drowned, told cops he's going to be in a better place. So, because you can't handle it? You can't handle taking care of your son? You drown the poor, boy, the poor child? Dear God in heaven, talk about sick people in this world. You know what I'm saying, Mike? There are some sick fucks in right. this world and she is that she's at the top, middle and bottom of the list. You know? Right. Right. And that's the thing. I mean, we've seen this before with other people. There was a there was a woman in Texas and Gun could talk about this because it happened in the state that put her put her daughter put her kids in a car and drove them into a, I believe it was in Houston, into a canal or something off a pier or something and tried and drowned them. And that's another, now it's not the same, it's not the same thing, but it's the same thought or kind of the same thought from these women, you know, and again, you'd ask the question about with that one about, you know, what was going through her mind. But again, that's no excuse. You know, the story said something about people trying to rob her for drugs or get her to rob drugs or something and forcing her to do this or doing something. That's no that's no excuse. You know, if they try to force you to do this for your kid, if I'm a mother and I'm and somebody's trying to do that and trying to force me to do that, I say, go ahead and kill me now. I'm not doing it. That's what she should have said. But again, short circuit in her mind, mental illness, whatever it is. Whatever it is. Go ahead, Gun. Well, go ahead, Gun. Gunslinger, any thoughts? I thought I heard it. No, you heard me. 
I thought maybe he was maybe he was back, but he's not back yet. So, ah. all right. Well, basically, my final thought on on this case is uh, if the video footage clearly shows that she did in fact murder her son, and this seems to be the likely case, then facing the death penalty. Now that's 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 I'll put it to you like this, man. Sure. Hit her with the injection, the lethal injection. But I got a better idea. Take Sparky out of out of out of mothballs. Yep. Take Sparky out of mothballs. Hook that bitch up just for her. You kill your child. You des- and you're you're facing the death penalty. Well, guess what? You deserve to be given a, a nice little voltage spike from Sparky. Right. Want to you want to commit murder? Old Sparky. Yeah. May not be the greatest way to put a per- to execute a person, but given the fact that there are some places that had trouble getting them the, the uh, chemical cocktail for the lethal injection, I think taking Sparky out of mothballs would definitely be a good idea. Mm-hmm. And make her, the, make her the first case for it. And furthermore, dip her, dip her in a swimming pool and then strap her in. I mean, I'll tell you what. Let me... I'm going to put a, a link to her to her picture in the chat room, and I'm going to show it on uh, on screen. There you go. Bear with me one moment while I uh, attempt the impossible here. Uh, there. Hmm. And shrink down enough. Now, folks, I kid you not. As far as I'm concerned, this this person. This is the this is the mother for those of you watching on the video platforms. This is the mother who murdered her son. Now, looking at this person's face, and like I said, I put the image in the chat, the link to the image in the chat room uh, for the people there to uh, look at it. Uh, if you're in the Mixler chat room, yeah. I would definitely say this person has a is a is a few uh, six, is a few is six cans shy of a six pack. Okay, she's a she's a dozen eggs shy of a dozen. <laughs> and you want to talk about an evil look? I mean, this 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 obviously is a mug shot by the looks of it. So, yeah, this is an evil sick, twisted human being. I mean, 
she needs she needs serious help. And I think Sparky would be the best way to help her. Right. Commit murder, get Sparky. Never mind lethal injection. All right. I mean, there was a time when you were sent to the the, nut, the loony bin that they actually did do uh, electroshock therapy. But I don't know if it would work on her. You know? I mean, those eyes are just cold and dead. Yeah, that is that is the cold, heartless stare of a murderer. That's what that is. A cold, heartless stare of a murderer. No way of saying to bust kind, about it. That's the kind of stare you see on these actors when they play these bad guys in horror movies. Mm-hmm. Michael Myers, uh, you know, Freddy, Jason, all these, all these type of guys. All these type of hard type of guys that have that exact same look. You know, oh, actors this do this job, but you know. Yeah. Oh, this is definitely a, a very sick individual, no doubt in my mind. She, she you know, but but I, I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet, Mike. They turn around and they say. You know her 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 lawyers. I'm willing to bet that her lawyer will argue mental health. I'm willing to bet her lawyer turns around and says to the to the court, pleading not guilty by reason of insanity or mental defect. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at that face. <laughs> I think I think the lawyer might get her committed to an insane asylum, but if the prosecution and the judge are are wise, they'll turn around and say no. And if they order a seventh, uh, if they order an evaluation, I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts, she ends up. She ends up not going to an insane asylum, but death row if convicted. Right. And they, the, the defense doesn't want that. They don't want a them to order a, you know, her to get examined by a psychiatrist or a psychologist or whatever it is. They don't want that. They'll take their say, oh, but see, that's the thing. If they end up Doing that, reason by insanity, that's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to order her to go to a psychiatrist or whatever, get, go to a mental health person, you know. They're going to order The court's going to order that. And I don't know how good she is. I've seen different things where people have fooled these guys to some extent. These psychiatrists they've done. But looking at her, I just don't know if she has that ability. I mean, yeah, she's a psychopath, and yeah, she's 
she looks like she looks the part of a psychopath, but again, does she is she you know is she Ted Bundy or whatever? You know, is, hmm. is she one of these type of guys that can? I mean, Ted Bundy stood on death row for how long before they put him to death? Uh, uh, oh, I don't know. Of course, Hinkley, Hinkley recently got out, but again, he there's another guy that had that exact same look when he went in. You know, he was nuttier than a fruitcake, and they let him out. So after mm-hmm. he, after he served, you know, whatever, however long it was, they let him out. But yeah, you know. Well, that raises an interesting question that comes to mind. If, in fact, this woman is facing the death penalty, and apparently she is, with all of these people being released from jail because of the coronavirus pandemic, need I remind everyone of how a lot of people who are uh, convicted of, well, let's see, felony murder, in some cases, actually getting released from prison because of coronavirus, rape because of coronavirus, you know, violent crimes, uh, and and not to and not limited to um, people who who commit. Um, oh boy. Well, and, and, and I'm I'm drawing I'm drawing a blank on on it. Oh, domestic violence. Yeah, domestic violence. Uh, prisoners are even being released. So I wonder how long it would be before this person is released due to COVID nineteen. Now, where's this? Where's I would, this place? I at? wouldn't put it past them. Huh? Where did this take place at? It's happening with with various with various no, no, no. prisons where this, this right where where this particular case take 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 place at this woman. Uh, this happened. Hold on a second. I got to go back to the story because I just closed it. Uh. This happened in Florida. Okay. Florida is one of those states, like Texas, that doesn't subscribe to, they don't let people out of jail that do this, you know, that, you know, that have murder convictions like New York did, like California did, and stuff like that. They're basically a Republican state that, that I don't know if she's gonna. She's gonna have to take her chances because they're not gonna let her out of jail because of COVID. Don't keep because this is a this is capital murder, right? So this is a murder case. So yeah, they're not gonna let her. If it's Florida, they're not gonna let her out of jail for this. 
Well, hopefully not. Uh, just to let everybody know, we have less than three minutes and 30 seconds remaining in the live side of Blog Talk Radio. If you have not called in and you would like to do so to join the discussions we're having here, 347-945-5747. Again, that's 347-945-5747. And I'm hoping we will be joined by Billy on the line. I'm keeping an eye out for his number to come up on the screen. Oh, shit. Oh, it, if we want, I, I haven't seen Ed in the chat room in a while, but he'd be the perfect one. Ed from Michigan, you know, he'd be the perfect one to talk about. Yeah, well, Ed doesn't call into my show anymore. Uh, for some reason, he, he, he blew this popsicle stand and never, and, ne- and never explained why, which yeah. is a shame, you know. I've tried to get an answer out of him on a couple of different occasions, but he just wouldn't respond. Right. So, you know, I mean, he calls in, he calls in. If he doesn't, he doesn't. You know, there's not much I can do about it. Okay. But, uh, I guess, Gun's still on the line, right? Yeah, he's still on the line, but he's, he hasn't responded in, in quite a while yet either. Yeah, you know what I think it is. Sometimes, and I've I've heard I've heard him do this that uh, that you know he'll uh, what's his name our friend our friend Ron will call him up you know call him on Skype you know that's why he disappears sometimes but that's neither here nor there this. And like I said, George, this isn't New York. This is Florida. This is not New York. This is not people that are trying to get back at the president for cutting funding to their state. You know what I mean? It's like Mike. It's like our buddy Mike has said. The reason why they're the reason why New York is letting out these prisoners is because uh, prison reform that the president. Uh, you know, passed, hit him, took away some money to help run the prison. Now, we can order, you know, we can order, we can order, you know, you know, we can do this and be petty about it, but, that, and that's exactly what they're doing, is being petty about, oh, you're taking away our money, you're taking away this, that, and the other. You know, but some of these people that they've let out in these states are much like this woman in this story. They need to be either in prison and or in prison or put to death. And that's another thing, putting somebody to death and keeping them on death row is, uh, costs money. That's another thing. You know, you got to house them, you got to wait for all their appeals to go through and all that crap. You know, now, in places like Florida, Louisiana, Texas, and places like that, George, yeah, it's going to cost you money, but they generally end up putting these people to death. All right? 
So, yeah. We'll see what happens with this woman. Well, we have gone into overtime on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Billy, if you still want to join in, I can bring you on via Skype. Just let me know if you're uh, if you're able if you're ready and able to uh, join via Skype, and I'll pull you in that way. Being as the uh, phone line has now uh, shut down for this for the uh, during the overtime period, um, which reminds me. Might be a good idea to swap my phone number for the email address on your screen for those of you watching on the video platforms. Now, I know a lot of you are used to seeing my other background, uh, the news, the newsroom background. Yeah. Because of Memorial Day, I chose to put the American flag up instead. Even though the American flag is right here on the screen. Excuse me. Those sneezes snuck up on me out of nowhere. It's my allergies, folks. I hate when that happens. Allergy season always nails me. And at the wrong time, too. All right. Let me see if I can see if Billy's available via Skype. Well, he doesn't have a Skype on. Uh, Bill, if you want to join in, let me know, and I'll bring you on by Skype. I can't do it until I know you're on Skype. Okay? Now, I'm about to blow your mind, Mike. I'm about to blow your mind. Um, A member of the squad, uh Ilhan Omar, get this, you're going to love this, said, I do believe Tara Reid's claims against Joe Biden. Hmm. Uh, really? Mm-hmm. I believe her seat is one of the seats that may be up for grabs come November. Well, check this out. Representative Ilhan Omar, Democrat from Minnesota, said she believes Tara Reid's sexual assault claim against Joe Biden and that if it were up to her, Biden wouldn't be the Democrats' nominee for president. Omar told the British Sunday Times, I do believe Reid. Justice can be delayed but should never be denied. The freshman progressive squad member had endorsed and campaigned for Biden's rival, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. Tara Reid, a former Biden staffer, accused the former so-called vice president of cornering her in a Senate office and sexually assaulting her in 1993. Biden reportedly 
had denied the claims and told MSNBC in an interview earlier this month he did not remember Reed. He said anyone who believed her allegations probably shouldn't vote for me. Well, I think they should vote their heart, and if they believe Tara Reed, they probably shouldn't vote for me. I wouldn't vote for me if I believed Tara Reed, Biden said at the time. Look at Tara Reed's story. It changes considerably. This is Biden speaking. And I don't want to question her motive. I don't want to question anything other than to say the truth matters. This is being vetted. It's been vetted. And people, scores of my employees, over my whole career, this is just totally, thoroughly, completely out of character. And the idea that in a public place, in a hallway, I would assault a woman, I mean, it's just, I, anyway, I promise you, it never happened. Reed was dropped by her attorney on Friday after new questions arose about her past work. However, the lawyer, Douglas, Wig, Douglas Wigder, said his move to, serve, to sever ties was by no means a reflection on whether the then-Senator Biden sexually assaulted Ms. Reed. Wigder, a leading attorney who, represent, alleged, who represented alleged victims of Harvey Weinstein, did not specify the exact reason why he no longer was representing Reed, but attacked the way the media covered her. Much of what has been written about Ms. Reed is not probative of whether, whether then-Senator Biden sexually assaulted her, but rather is intended to victim shame and attack her credibility on unrelated and irrelevant matters. Wigder's statement continues, We have and will continue to represent survivors regardless of their alleged predator's status or politics. Reed has come under fire for billing herself as a domestic violence expert when testifying as a government witness in Monterey County, California, court cases with NBC, with excuse me, ABC News reporting that she touted Biden's work for women while under oath citing transcripts. She severed, excuse me, she served as an expert witness in various cases for years, but her newfound fame has put a spotlight on her legitimacy. Defense attorneys are reportedly now trying to determine if the transcript shows she provided false testimony about her, about her credentials. ABC News reported, noting that claims she earned a BA from Antlock University have raised eyebrows. Okay. I've got a really good question for you. When everybody, when people said we we have to believe women, 
you know, when the Democrats were, were saying that during the uh, Brett Kavanaugh hearings. So you believe women who were not corroborated, but you don't believe Tara Reid, whose story has been corroborated four times. And a video from CNN with then-host Larry King purportedly having her mother as a caller on his show telling the story? I mean, hello? You're trying to pick her apart? I mean, give me a break. So, you know, what are you going to do? It's a catch-22. What do you think, Mike? I mean, it all goes back to that, you know, believe all women. Well, if you believe all women, then you got to believe Tara Reid. But, again, hypocrisy and the Democrats hand in hand, you know. Oh, agreed. George? Yeah, I'm here. Well, let me let me put this to you, okay? In in my in my personal opinion, if the if the if this woman's story has been corroborated by four other people, there's then there must be something to it. Uh, Christine Blasey Ford, her story was not corroborated, and yet every Democrat said. We believe her. Yeah, okay, fine. Uh, I managed to get Billy on the Skype line, on with us via Skype. Billy, I don't know, I, I didn't see or see anything from you, uh, whether you wanted me to bring you on this way or not, but I'm glad you, you're here. Uh, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, very loud and very clear. All right, cool. Where am I getting that from? Huh? No, I still had your um, mixer page turned up. Still had it uh, unmuted, huh? Well, I'm doing like three things at one freaking time, man. It's ridiculous. But I'm I'm done now. So, Uh, you know. I wasn't sure. That's why I took the I took the chance bringing you on bringing you on like I did. So, here, take a risk, and it panned out. So you've been listening to the broadcast and everything. You've been following along, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to start with your with with with, with comments on? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm really not paying too much attention to uh uh like Joe Biden and and the Democrats. You know what I mean? I'm I'm more watching like movies. I got you know, got Netflix again and shit. So I yeah, you know, I want to pay attention. It's too much contradictory information. I just follow this for very few people on YouTube. Uh I, I just go with you know with with them. 
you know, alternative media. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Yeah, because the mainstream media is just so uh, ridiculous right now. Well, they've been ridiculous, but now they're just, you know, they they keep saying, um, um, uh, well, I, I keep seeing the number, you know, 100,000, 100,000. You know, it, it's like, man, they want to hit that number. They're dying to hit that number of deaths, 100,000 in America. They're sick fucking minded people, man. Tell me about it. I mean, look, we shouldn't be worrying about how many people have died. We should be worrying about, or at least have some concern about, you know, finding a way to put this coronavirus behind the eight ball, for lack of a better way of putting it. Well, this Congress is almost is basically on its way out, I think. You're going to have a, a, definitely a whole new Congress, and... <clears throat> I think where they really fucked up is with the stimulus checks. You got these other countries, and Americans know about it. Canada's, you know, uh, saying, okay, you got to lock down, and we're going to send you $1,200, and that's it. And a lot of people didn't even get it. A lot of people didn't even get that $1,200. So, um, you know, Americans are looking at other countries like Canada and Australia and stuff, and uh, you know, they're giving them back some of their taxpayer money, you know, just so they can keep spending it on food and, and maybe even some other things to keep the economy going. So, I mean, right now, our government just looks like a bunch of Keystone cops, and they're stupid. Because I think if they did, if they did do that, so people weren't worried about, you know, being three months behind on their rent, their electric bill, and their car payments, and all that stuff. Um, you wouldn't have a bunch of pissed off Americans that just won't wear masks now, won't social distance. They don't give a fuck at this point. Because you don't wear a mask really to protect yourself. I mean, it does. Like if somebody's, if you're exposed, maybe you take a less viral load and you don't get as sick, and you're okay. Um, so they're just like, fuck it. I'm not wearing masks. I'm not social distancing. And they're just giving the government a big, big fucking finger because they're so goddamn greedy. You know? And I really can't see any, you know, a lot of businesses. I know one guy, he's got a, 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 a restaurant, you know, pizza shop restaurant. He's, he's about done. He's about done. He's going to have to fucking close up. I've got a pizza shop right across the road from me, and they've been doing pretty darn good through all this uh, coronavirus stuff. Yeah, well, they're in like a red zone area county around here, so um, it's a small county. And I was talking to him about a week ago, and he was like, man, I, you know, he's like, I can't even find like food to, you know, to buy to fucking make, you know, stuff, so... He's down to these five-dollar pizzas that he's trying to do, and he can make a few bucks on them. It's, you know, that's fine. But he, you know, he can't he can't get any mozzarella cheese. And it's like, you know, I'm like, it's where you're at, dude. I'm like, like the the supermarket here. It's a wise market. Um, they're pretty well stocked up. I mean, you can buy uh, black Angus beef. I think it was like three something a pound. I mean. That don't seem too bad to me. 
No, Black Angus beef, I've noticed, is is uh, is reasonable even up here where I am. So it's, yeah, it's not that bad. Like ground meat's high. Um, chicken uh, with bone in is like about about a buck forty nine a pound. So it went, it went up ten cents. You know, <clears throat> um, I actually got sick a little bit. I thought I had the fucking corona, man, and. I called up the ER and I, they're like, well, "What's your symptoms?" I'm like, I got a fucking sore throat. I got a, a little bit of a cough, and I got a, a little, a small fever. And they're like, "All right, well, come in." And I had to go in this special entrance. Um, uh, it was a fucking shower room, sitting in there waiting to get gas, right? And then they put me in in the room. Um, doctor comes in one time. You know, she looked down my throat and shit, and uh, she says, yeah, you have symptoms of coronavirus. And then she's like, all right, you know, we're going to communicate through this phone now. They sent another nurse in. She took blood. Uh, they weren't going to do that. And I said, oh, well, I got diabetes. I says, you know, why don't you, you know. And she's like, all right, all right. So I wanted my uh, organs checked. <laughs> um, and then that was it. Everything after that was all done on, on the COVID phone, I called it, the COVID phone. <laughs> but then I got my test results back, and it says negative. And, you know, that's fine. I mean, I don't, you know, feel real sick. I mean, it isn't like I'm dying. My oxygen level's fine. Um, probably got, you know, um, some allergies going is what I'm guessing, making my, my, my throat sore. Well, it's a very good possibility. I know when my allergies kick in, like they did a little while, a, a few moments ago, <laughs> sneezing fits are abound for me these days. Yeah, like, like, like I notice it happens at a certain time of the day, um, like between nine and, and like two, my temperature goes up to like ninety nine point one, ninety nine point two. Not only run a, a low temperature. But you know something, you know, I wasn't taking my temperature before, so maybe that's just oh it's always been that way for me. Maybe my temperature just happens to go up a little bit at night, you know. Because actually ninety nine point two is considered normal. Technically, you know. You know, but I was I was watching a little bit of um of the mainstream on YouTube. Of these people like having pool parties and shit like that, and I'm just like, all right, man, free country, do what you want, absolutely. I'm just going to sit back and watch yeah. what happens. I think we're yeah. going to get a, a pretty nice size um, second wave. You think so? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I really do. Um, and there's nothing they can do for you. That's something I did learn. There's nothing, and they and there's nothing that they will do for you. So I asked the doctor. I said, "Well, if it comes back positive, what can you do?" And she's like, "Nothing." You know. So I got my family all on these fucking vitamins. They're all like um, uh, immune immune boosting vitamins. Like it's, like your level one zinc, you know, brings your zinc up to the level it's supposed to be, and shit like that, and. You know, that's all you can do is just, you know, boost your immune system. Right. And trying to get all that, 
um, through food is hard to do. So I just decided to go with the supplements instead. Hmm. Yeah, I've been doing that for like two weeks. At least. Well, I'll tell you something, man. You know, I'm, I'm going through, I'm looking through some articles here uh, and targeting, you know, the coronavirus ones. Check this out. A man in Georgia is blaming coronavirus stress as a factor in, a, in, an, attack, in an attack on a woman. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, people can be stressed out by it. You know, I mean, look, um, like, all right, I'll take my son, for example. He's lucky because, uh, it, you know, he's got a kid with this girl, and they live across the street, and she she filed for unemployment. Now, she's one of the lucky ones. She got it, and it was retroactive. So she got a payday of $6,000. So he, so he's. He, you know, he seems to be doing the good, you know, the responsible thing, um, and not, you know, spending too much on stupid shit. Uh, because I'm, you know, I, I asked Chris today. I'm like, I'm like, try to try to imagine, you know, a filled up fo- football stadium or a WWE uh, arena and shit like that with people. You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's, you know, I, I can't really see it for quite a while, especially if it comes back again hard. I don't, I don't know if it's even going to go down in the fall because they keep telling us it's going to. Well, well I can. Well, go ahead, Mike. I can, uh, you know, on Tuesdays, Fridays, and Sundays, I'm on a, I'm on a wrestling panel show with a guy. And we've been talking about this, about, you know, what's going to happen when they they start allowing people to go back to these arenas. And, then with, and the, the, the rumor is, is you know, uh, it's going to start out at 25% capacity for whatever, for, you know, 20, 15, 10, 15, 25, 20,000-seat 20, arena, whatever it is. And so, which will allow people to do the social social distancing thing, and and all, all that stuff. So that's how they're going to do deal with it. Now, places like football and places like that that are forty thousand or more fans, I'm not sure what they're going to do because they want well the TVs want well, Mike, Mike, fans Mike, and Mike. What it is is, is Mike. The issue, what the issue is, is you have to trust that everybody's going to do the right thing. I'm not talking about wearing masks, and I'm not talking about social distancing. I'm talking about right. if they're sick, they don't go, right? Now, you, right. I'm, I'm sure you guys heard about the, the hair salon where the two, there were two stylists, and they were working sick. Guess what they had? They had coronavirus, and they infected this is what the mainstream says, I guess. I don't know how true it is. 148 people have been exposed to the virus. Whoa. So, I mean, you can look that up. 148 people? 140, yeah, two employees. Now, 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 why would they do that? They ain't got no fucking money. They have to work. So they're just like, ah, oh, I'll just wear my mask and, 
you know, that, I mean, that's good. I mean, some of it's going to get out. Um, but, the, you know, so you have to trust that other people are going to do the right thing. You know, like they oh, me, yeah. all right, until your test comes, comes back, we want you to stay at home. Now, I'm on the honor system, you know what I'm saying? I'm on, you know, I'm on the honor system. So uh, the doctor said, all right, until you get your test results, was two to the fucking ten days. Thank oh. God it didn't take ten days. Um, you know, they're asking me to stay at home. And, you know, I did. I don't care anyway. So I really had nowhere to go. Um, but you have to trust that other people are going to do the right thing besides the asymptomatic people that don't really get any symptoms that still can spread the virus. That's what you got to worry about. And a good example is this hair, this, uh, hair salon. You know, two of the employees were sick. And they happen out of COVID, so 148 people are and were now exposed to COVID. And then, and then they went home and exposed family members, I guess. Okay, so now I don't know. I just don't have that much trust in people, especially after what I've seen today. Are you supposed to fucking shoot off fireworks on Memorial Day? I never heard of that. I never heard and of that either. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I know. When my but it, but, was shooting off but, fucking fireworks, but, I was like, but, I'm like, dude, it's not fucking the Fourth of July, it's fucking Memorial Day. What are you celebrating? Right. To your to your point, Billy. I mean, yeah, people are getting tired of these lockdowns. All right, fine. We get that. They're going stir crazy, cabin fever, whatever, whatever you want to call it. People get people are getting tired of of these lockdowns and are actively defying them, all right, actively, not passively, actively. And so, like you said, honor system. Now, you know, uh, uh, what I was telling you earlier is, you know, about about the WWE and what they're talking about with the 25% capacity of capacity. And they're usually in, you know, bigger arenas like, you know, like whatever, whatever, whatever one is in uh, uh, Philadelphia or Pittsburgh or whatever, and and or, or the Central Plex here in Baton Rouge has like ten thousand, fifteen thousand seat arenas, and so you know ten thousand, twenty five percent of ten thousand is twenty five hundred, I think, or something like that, uh, which it which isn't much for that big of an arena. And like you said, it's going to have to be the honor system when you go to these places because, you know, you got to believe that not only are the people, that the people aren't going to have it or or they've been doing the right things, but the, and according to what I've heard about uh, the WWE and the other places, every time they show up at a building, the the athletes, the, the, the guys are tested coming in and tested going out, all right? So so that's that's a good thing. But it's going to have to be the honor system, but they're not going to uh, – but on the other hand, they're not going to be able to keep people in indoors and locked down. No matter how much Shitner and Cuomo and 
and uh, Newsom and all these other people want it, they're not going to be able to do it. You know? They're just not. What? So, well, yeah, see, that's why I'm saying that they would have done something like Canada did and Australia did, all right, you wouldn't have had these two hairdressers um, like, all right, I'm sick, but I, I need the money. I got to pay my bills. I got to go to work, you know. Um, they would have stayed at home, you know what I'm saying? And for some reason, these Keystone cops just don't want to give us peasants, you know. Well, actually, you know, this this the people that lost their jobs. Just send the money to them. People, you know, who filed their tax returns and all that stuff, just send them the fucking money, you know? Like, I, I, I couldn't understand why they were sending it to people on Social Security just for the fact that their income wasn't affected. I mean, I guess it was okay. I guess it was nice of them, you know? Uh, but people that, that aren't working, our systems are so fucking broke, man. I forget it. I don't know what to say. Um, it's so ridiculous. I think we, I, I, I want, just fucking vote them all out, man. Well, let's just not vote. Just fucking, let, let's just do our fucking lockdown for the, for the, for the election. There we go. Let's just all lock down for the election. Fuck. Because they're yeah, but, but Billy, if, if we, if we lock down for the election, okay, if, 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 if a, if, if a vast majority of the people lock down, you know, and don't go and vote, What's going to end up happening is, and I and and I shudder to say this, but the, the possibility is there that if if everybody shutters down and only people voting for Biden go out, guess what? We end up with we end up with Sleepy Joe, and then you can kiss anything that Trump did goodbye. Man. I know, I know. Uh, the, the whole the whole government is broken, though, dude. I mean, seriously, it really is. Wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, it, it is. It, 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 the whole system is broken. The whole government oh, yeah. is broken. The, the, the system is completely point. shattered. Right. Been I mean, that way. It's it's corrupt. It's corrupt. They're full of shit. I mean, the way they handled this, it. I mean, Jesus Christ, man, really. Unbelievable how they handled this. They did everything wrong. Well, Governor Cuomo stated that, you know, we we did it all wrong. And, you know, okay. Well, here's a thought. Here's a thought. If if if, if y'all did it all wrong, okay. First of all, you made the the, the mistake of listening to someone like Fauci. And the governors, not, the, not so much the federal government, but the governors listening to someone like Fauci pull lockdowns on their states. Many of the, of the Democrat governors are going to continue their lockdowns in some places. Uh, Cuomo is talking about partially reopening the state. And New York City and the five boroughs they're not part of that reopening process. Okay? Right. So when you what 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 Cuomo is saying is we got it all wrong. More to the point, 
pull that in. I'll pull that story back up because it's not that we got it all wrong. I, I take that back. He said he admitted we all failed at at virus projections. Numbers are all the numbers were wrong. Right. Okay. So, who do we have to blame for getting it all wrong? You, Cuomo, and many of these, and many of the governors across the country listened to Fauci. Right. Fauci should never have been involved in in the coronavirus uh, task force in the, in the first place. He shouldn't have. The other thing that 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 you know, uh, as far as Cuomo is concerned taking COVID-19 patients from a hospital and throwing them into a nursing home, putting the elderly at risk was the biggest blunder he ever did. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, think about that. It's, it's okay. Um, You, you send. All right. (laughs) COVID patients. Back to their back to their nursing homes or, or you know elderly facilities. I mean, I mean, how stupid is that? Stupid beyond belief. I mean, if it were me, if I were in the governor's shoes, the first thing I would do is say, you know what? They tested positive for COVID. Until uh, until they're no until they test negative for COVID. They don't go back to that to that nursing facility until they until they actually show zero COVID. Right, and you know he had the ship there and he had the Javits Center there, and I guess he just decided it was better to. Send, I, I don't know. It does a lot. Of, just don't make sense to me, man. I mean, what they're doing is so stupid and wrong. With with not even having like you know. Uh, data on it they're guessing uh, um like with the uh uh hydrochloroquine it it, lo- it looks first of all they won't do a proper study on it because they won't add the zinc and you can't give it to somebody who's so sick they're a day away from the respirator that's not going to help this is something that you give to somebody all right as soon as they present with, with, with symptoms, immediately. You, you know, you can't wait a week or, or two to, to fucking give them to them. It's not going to work. That's not how it works. It's an antiviral. After you're fully loaded with fucking COVID, it ain't going to do shit. But, you know, that pill only costs a few cents. They want you to take the $1,000 pill, I guess, which, again, them studies are coming back not that great either. So, I don't know, man. Well, think about this, okay? You know, if hydroxychloroquine does do something to to this virus then it's it, it's a it's a positive and it seems on the surface it seems like they're you know 
they're prescribing hydroxychloroquine for a lot of patients. Some places are not, which I think is a mistake. But that's well, they say opinion. they say that you know it causes heart problems. All of a sudden, you know, uh, I guess the people who have rheumatoid arthritis and uh, and lupus, you know, I guess they've been dropping like flies. You know, they're just not telling us about it from heart attacks. So I, I don't know. So I looked, you know, I, I, I looked it up. But I didn't put in COVID. I put for, you know, rheumatoid arthritis, for lupus. And not in anywhere did I read anything about heart arrhythmias as a side effect or any of that stuff. Nausea, yeah. Okay. Diarrhea, yeah. Normal side effects. Not nothing about no heart arrhythmias. And anything I read, now if I put in hydrochloroquine for COVID, then they add that. And I thought that was interesting. What I'm, what I'm, what I'm concerned with, you know, at the present time is, you know, they, they, they want people to social distance. They want people to wear masks, which is all well and good. But at what point, at what point, should the American people say, you know what? We didn't wear masks during the Ebola crisis, the, the, the Ebola break outbreak. We didn't wear masks and stuff when H1N1 came out. You know, we didn't wear masks during the uh, during the uh, anthrax scare. Nobody told us to wear masks with that, even. There was no social distancing with any of that. Well, but yet, all of a sudden, here comes coronavirus. And well, they, well, that's a little bit different than, than, than what you're talking about. Um, let me see. Uh, like, back in, was it 55, 56, 1956, there was a really super bad flu. And they had polio, you know what I mean? Shit like that. Uh, um, and yeah, they didn't shut down everything, and they, you know, again, the mask is more to protect other people from your grossness, and uh, maybe if you do get exposed to it, you know, you get less of a viral viral load than if you know somebody just you know invisibly spitting all over you as they're talking to you. You know, and you're just inhaling that shit. I mean, it's airborne, so, um, you know. Well, look, between you, me, and the four winds, okay, I'm getting too old to, you know, to, to worry about every little thing that, that comes along, Okay. If the governor of this state decides to prolong the uh, lockdown, say, for the Mid-Hudson Valley out of the blue, I'm going to turn around and just say, fuck you, governor. I am still moving June 1st, so kiss my ass. Well, you know that um, that uh, uh, that gym, that Atlas gym? 
Oh, that place in New Jersey, yeah. They shut him down, and then I think they arrested him too, didn't they? No, they arrested a bunch of people. Uh, well, I don't say arrested, but people got $1,000 fines. They had surveillance out there, taking license, license plates and shit. You know, so... Thousand for what? This is all, for, for number what? One, what were they fighting for? Huh? What's that, George? I said, I wonder what they were fining them for. What but, law did they violate? No, they just didn't obey the governor's order. This is all very unconstitutional. Oh, agreed. Yeah. I agree more. I mean, it's like I've been saying for the longest time now. If If you arrest someone because they didn't practice social distancing, if you arrest someone because they didn't wear a mask, or if you give them a, or you find them for either or, or both, what law did they violate? The governor's executive order is not a law. So guess what? <laughs> a, a, a judge with an ounce of brain matter is going to sit there and go, I'd like, I'd like to know what law this person violated to warrant this, this, uh, this, this ticket. Well, it was well, a judge. What did they violate to warrant being arrested? Was it? I think was it Missouri or something like that. I don't. I forget what state it was. But some judge said, "Yeah, this is this lockdown is all unconstitutional." So he made a ruling on it, and everybody was happy about it. Again, it's it, you know, it, it comes down to really for me anyway, is how much do I trust people I don't know? Not a lot. Am I going to trust somebody to stay in if they're if they if they're sick? No, I'm not. Am I going to you know trust you know? This, yeah, I I just uh, you know. So then it's up to me, you know, on what I decide I want to do. Look, it's a free fucking country, man. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. You know, the mask is, is mainly so you don't get other people sick. Mm-hmm. All right, in case you're, you know, asymptomatic or, you know, you just decide you got to go out when you are sick and you're not wearing a mask. I mean, to me, you, you know, you're just being a, a selfish asshole. Let, let, me, let me pose a question to you because I'm not trying to – I'm not saying that I'm stupid, but I just don't know. When a person says – like like you're saying, if a person is asymptomatic, what exactly is asymptomatic in this situation? All right. Um, a- asymptomatic is you have the virus, all right? And we're not even sure 100% if asymptomatic people can spread it. You have the virus, all right? So you can shed the virus, but you don't have any symptoms. You don't know that you're sick. You don't know that you have the virus in you. Because you, you get no symptoms whatsoever, so there's no way for you to know. And I think they don't, they're not even sure if, at this point, if even asymptomatic people can spread the virus. I guess they, I, I don't know. Because they tell you one thing one day, like, oh, it lives on services for up to, you know, three days. And now it's like, like oh, yeah, now it doesn't. It's, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, I I don't have I don't have the symptoms. Yet I don't know if I have it or not. 
And doctors will not have you if you're not if you're not showing symptoms, they will not test you. Nope. They will because, like my doctor told me, I could be tested tomorrow, and then a week later, not be tested, but end up with coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. And so it's it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, that's you know? my neighbor. My, my neighbor across the street. Uh, I'm buying one of my drones. Um, and I just you know, I. I took it out to kind of do some battery maintenance on him, and uh, I see him sitting outside. And I was like, "Oh, Cody, you want to check out this drone more?" And he's like, "No," he says, "I was exposed to coronavirus. I got to stay in for two weeks." Um, I said, "Did they test you?" And he said, "No." He said, "They said if I start getting sick, if I get symptoms, then they'll test me." And now, now he's in. He's in the fucking house with his mom. His mom's going through chemo. She got cancer. So she's definitely a high risk patient. You know? Really? Yeah. Okay, you drop you kind of drop for a second there. Yeah. I've been noticing that. My lights flickering and the internet going out, stuttering and shit lately. But anyway, um yeah, my my neighbor, his his brother tested positive. And he was, and he didn't tell anybody. So he was exposed to it. So they told him he's got to stay in for two weeks. You know, uh, but they did. You know, they didn't test him. They said to get symptoms, we'll test him. You know, and really, I mean, there's nothing they can do for you anyway. It's 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 you it's you and the virus. That's it. It's your immune system against the virus. That's what it comes down to right now. Nothing they can do for you except maybe give you a little bit of oxygen if you need it. Yeah, it's it, it at this point, you know, there, there's not a lot they can do. But at the same time, too, you know, you've got people there's they're being told they're they they're positive for coronavirus, and being told in the same breath, there's nothing we can do for you. So they're they're like, well, what was the point of me even being tested then? If you, if I don't you're, know. Like I said, this this whole thing just doesn't make any sense. How they're doing it, um, you know. I mean, they're bailing out all the big companies and the American people to sit at home. Everybody's unemployed. They can't even get the unemployment right, and you know, the federal government just isn't helping out the American people. And that's why that you know, I understand. That's why they're acting the way they're acting. And why they're doing what what we you know what they're doing, they're just fucking sick and tired of it. If if our government just would have had half a brain cell and been like, all right, look, we don't want the economy to crash, so why don't we do something similar to what Canada's been doing and Australia's been doing, you know? Uh, um, but no, no, no. That's because it's all politicized. They're fucking assholes, man. Yeah, they're politicizing it. They're 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 listening to people like Fauci who you know, again, like I said, don't listen to that bozo. You know? Look at the countries that like I I said this earlier, look at the countries that are that that are not doing the uh, social distancing and, and, and wearing masks and stuff. You know, they're not making it mandatory 
to wear them. They're making it voluntary. And a lot of places where they're not wearing masks and they're not social distancing, they're, they're showing less active cases than we are here in the, in the United States. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I've, been, I've been going out, right, in local businesses. Um, like if I, let me see, I picked up, I needed to pick up a hairdryer at fucking Walmart. And, uh, you know, I just order that online and, you know, I just go into their, their pickup. So I don't have to walk through the whole store. And that's in the front of the store. But um, I went to like two gun shops and, you know, one guy was wearing a mask and the other guy wasn't. Somebody walked in. I mean, I had my mask on. Somebody walked in. He wasn't wearing a mask either. I mean, that's fine. That's their choice. You know, that, you know, again, it's a free country. You know, I went to another one. Both of them are, you know, getting up there in age, especially the guy's wife, and not wearing a mask. So, um, again, that again, it's free country. That that's your choice, man. That is your choice. It's if, if you want to wear a mask or not. If if you're just like, I'll take my chances. Um, we all go one day anyway. Then you don't care. Then that you know that's fine. Right. Uh, for myself, for myself, I just decided, you know, I, I'm, I'm taking this doctor's advice on, you know, uh, these certain vitamins uh, that boost your immune system. But I checked them all out, and they do. They all boost your immune system, and they fucking clean out shit, and yeah. they're good for you, I guess. And, um, yeah. like, I'm going to the range tomorrow. Um you know, I'll bring my mask with me, and I, you know, I'll take it on the range. But there's nobody there. There's no reason for me to wear a mask. You know what I'm saying? Or if I'm down in the, you know, the one side, and somebody comes up and they're on the other side, you know, then there's no reason to wear a mask. You know, if there's a bunch of people there, right. I may pull up and be like, "Oh, it's packed." Well, maybe I'll maybe I'll go the next day. Maybe I just won't go. That day, you know what I'm saying? George. Like I've, like I, like I pulled up for a Dollar General, and it's packed. And I turned the fuck around and said, "Fuck that shit," <laughs> you know what I mean? See, I got diabetes, so I got an underlying, you know, condition, and I don't want to deal with this with the diabetes. I don't need it fucking my kidneys up or getting blood clots and shit like that. George. Yeah, I mean, the country we were talking about yesterday about him not doing every, all this stuff uh, with the social distance. I think it's Sweden. Uh, I'm not really 100% sure, but I think, that, I, I think it may be Sweden. Um, right. And, and I just wanted to get that, kind of get that in, because I know time's coming to where, well, it's going to cut me off or whatever. Well, I'm going to have to hang up or cut off because of block BTR, you know. Get yeah, because uh, we're coming up on that, on that time frame. <clears throat> yeah. We've got about yeah. five. It, I think it, it is sweet. It, it is Sweden. It was Sweden, I think. And like you said, it didn't. When they did, 
they didn't do all the stuff in the they they, didn't, they never had that precipitous rise and and the outbreak or the deaths over there. So I mean it depends on what country you're in. I mean and the fact of the matter is is I mean they didn't have it in Sweden but also you gotta look at what happened in South Korea, you know, and how they treated it. I swear to God, this place is fucking haunted, man. I got this one sensor that goes off the same time every fucking morning. And there's nothing oh, there. Wow. And dude, it's the, it's the same time every fucking morning, man. And it's an IR sensor. So it's picking up. It's up. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? Yeah, right? Hold on, man. They're here. <laughs> a witching hour. Hey, it's listen, the I'll, I'll, I'll put this in. Thank you, Vincent Price. Thank you, Vincent I'll Price. I'll put this to you. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something. When I was a kid growing up, my mother used to, so I wouldn't get into my father's toolbox, would keep her bedroom door padlocked, right? Mm-hmm. Well, one day, she's downstairs in the living room watching TV, and she hears boards creaking. And, the, and right above the living room is her bedroom. She hears the boards creaking. But there's no one else in the house, just her. So she went up the stairs, saw that the padlock was still on, and, you know, didn't think much of it at that point. She goes back downstairs. She hears it again. She hears it again. Now, she turns around, talks to the, to the rector of our church, and he says, if it happens again, let him know. And he'll see if he can get authorization from the, from the diocese to perform an exorcism if necessary. I thought, you know, I, I thought mom was kidding. She wasn't. Well, a little time goes by. Her and my sister are there in the house, and they hear my father's big, heavy chair on the porch slide from one side of the porch to the other. There was nobody outside, nobody around, yet this chair went from by the front door over to the other end of the porch. Uh, it's just weird that that one sensor goes off literally the same time every fucking morning. So, you know, I, I, I figure, okay, you know, first he said, well, maybe it's a cat, but I looked at my camera. But when it goes off, I can just pull my camera up, take a look, nothing there. Um, then we're like, well, maybe it was a bat grabbing a bug or something. But the same time every morning. Did you hear it go off? Could you hear the damn thing go off? Mm. Not me. Not me. Okay. Well, the only... Go ahead, Mike. Got I'm just gonna go ahead and say, yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and say good night, you know. 
That's all. Good night, George. All right, Mike. Thanks for being here, buddy. All right. And uh, for those of you who are who are listening to the archives, I'm just going to say it like this for Blog Talk Radio. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who call in and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of any other person or blogtalkradio.com. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, that's me, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved. And, of course, if you have any topics or story ideas, send them our way. We report at firefoxnewsonline.com. Again, we report at firefoxnewsonline.com. And if you have any comments you'd like to share with us, you can do that too by writing comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Again, comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. And that's for the benefit of those listening to the archives of Blog Talk Radio. All right. Uh... Gunslinger, are you there? Are you not there? What's the story, man? I don't think he's there. Even I think though Ron, he's still on the board. I think Ron I think Ron's got his show going. I wouldn't be surprised. Well we are